0: hey what's up everybody welcome to another show with me um i wanna start by apologizing for postponing monday's show i had a medical emergency with my fiance um everything is okay now so thanks to everybody that reached out to me and wish him you know a speedy recovery now without further ado let's start uh today's show Which is titled, Are We Having Kids Too Soon? Before we start discussing the channel, um, I mean, the topic, let's start discussing certain issues that are happening in Latin America and certain news that affect our economy. So, for this week, I don't know how many of you guys um, are aware of what's happening in Colombia. But recently in Colombia, there's a lot of massive protests that erupted in the last few days because there's some people um, that really just got fed up by the um, economic plan that the government decided to implement as a result of the COVID-19 economic impact they had and you know, it's been going crazy. The police over there in Colombia are killing people in the middle of the street. It's going out of control. But I wanted to, um, hi, Christina. Hi, uh, Sundown. Thank you for showing some love <laughs> to the night. Knight. Uh, everything is good. He had some uh, oral surgery, you know, still recovering from his jaw and everything. But everything went down really good. So thank you. Now, I want to share with you guys what, like, an overall uh, information of what's going on in Colombia, right? So, I'm going to share with you guys. Give me one second. I'm going to share with you guys. Can you guys hear me now? (laughs) Sorry. Um, I'm going to try to share the, okay, let's share the tab so that you guys can see what I'm seeing. Okay, so basically there's three factors about what's happening in Colombia, right? I'm going to try to, you know, do like a brief... Um, you know, like a brief to you guys so you guys can understand, like very simple. Basically what the government decided to do is uh, lay like a specific law of solidaridad sostenible. Basically they're going to increase taxes and in the median, um, the median class and also the, the poor class. And this is to, cover basically the expenses that the government in Colombia had to incur due to the COVID-19. Right now, I don't know if you guys know, but in Colombia, COVID-19 is running crazy. It has killed 72,000 people, and it has a lot of people in the hospital right now because they have like a major outbreak of COVID-19. So basically... What the government is trying to cover is a tab of 6.3 million USD. Um, So basically, it's like millions, almost billions of dollars in Colombian pesos, right? So basically, what they want to do is that they want to have out of that 6.3 million dollars they want the the people in Colombia to cover 4.5 million of those and the rest will be covered by the corporations so basically the people are going to have to cover the majority of the tab mind you that in Colombia the minimum wage is 200 i think it's 225 25 dollars a month so how they're going to do this is very simple i don't know if you guys can see this is what i was talking about the 6.3 million dollars that they want is 23 billion colombian pesos and like i said it's 4.5 million will be covered by the regular people which is a 73 percent of the population and the rest 27 percent will be covered by the corporations which is completely unfair So the uh, upper middle class makes 663 um, U.S. dollars in Colombia, whereas the poor class, which is the majority of the people, makes only $234. So I don't know how they plan or like how long they plan on having you know, like a goal of reaching this, what I know is that for them to get to the $6.3 million, they want to put taxes on almost everything. And it's ridiculous, right? So right now in Colombia, you have 19% of taxes on goods that you're going to buy. Let's say you're going to buy food, or, you know, certain things like, clothes or stuff that is manufactured in Colombia has 19% of um, of taxation. Now, what the government wants to do with this, this new law that they just passed is add the 19% of, uh, of taxes, which we call IVA, EVA. They want to add that to the water bill, the light bill, the gas bill if you have to bury a family member, the funeral home services will have a 19% tax. Also, if you wanna buy electronics, you will have to buy it with a 19% tax, like computers, cell phones, and other things that were, until now, exempt from the 19% tax. So, like I said, this is a very bad bill for the people, and I understand why they're taking to the streets Um, So basically, on top of that, they want to add a tax to rent. So basically, let's say um, you make more than you make six hundred dollars a month in Colombia or a little bit more. Right. All the way up to one point three million dollars. You will have to pay one percent of taxes and what you pay of rent so if you pay i don't know a hundred dollars for every hundred dollars you have to pay a dollar of tax and if you make four million dollars a year you will have to pay two percent of rent tax so basically what people are doing is that they are taken to the streets they decided to start protesting this because they are ready feel that the government has a a financial boot on their necks because basically in Colombia you don't get paid much right so what the Colombian government decided to do instead of you know helping the people or coming to like a, a happy medium because let's not forget people also got hit by COVID-19 just because the government invested some money in the people or had to buy resources to fight the pandemic. That doesn't mean that these families are not going through the same situation. We are all going through like a financial issue one way or the other with the pandemic because we were not ready for it. And nobody that we know lived through a pandemic before. So... With that being said, on top of all this situation that we're having with the people, we're having the government trying to take more of the money from their pockets to put it into the national debt. So, what the government decided to do is not to talk to its people or to come to, you know, a happy medium. No. they decided to then start shooting people, and they have killed many so far because they're protesting to you know have a shot of recovery after this pandemic so let me know your thoughts in the comment section in the chats if you have any questions regarding this topic in my personal opinion I would have protested this too if I'm in Colombia I'm in solidarity with them that's why I have the flag I don't know how many of you guys saw it but to be honest with you i will protest this too i feel this is extremely disrespectful this is a humanitarian crisis at this point because like i said before these people are already poor we don't need to impoverish the colombian community even more so if you're not aware of what's happening in colombia try to reach out to if you have Colombian friends if you have social media take the issue to social media share so that you can create awareness and we can you know stand in solidarity with the Colombian people okay so without further ado let's start discussing today's subject which is are we having kids too soon and I want to start this topic by saying that if you have kids already, if you have kids too young, I'm not coming for you. (laughs) Um, If you're too young and you're planning to have kids, I think this subject might be uh, very useful to you because you will learn the cost of having a child and you can make more intelligent decisions as to when, where, and how you plan on you know, making this investment. Let's not forget that children obviously cannot work. They don't generate any income. So we are their providers. And obviously that comes with a price tag and we have to find out today. uh, We're going to find out today how big of a price tag that is, right? So let's start with how much is
1: raising a
0: Give me one second. I'm going to share with you the information I have found today. And basically what I have found. Yeah, La Princess, I'm having a little bit of technical issues here, but I'll try to come back as soon as I can. Um, I'm going to share with you guys the cost of raising a child today. Basically, the cost of raising a kid. And this is including public school, and uh, public assistance, right? Raising a kid from ages 0 to 18 is 233,610. So basically, 233,610. So basically, you have to think about, like, for 18 years, you will have to find a way not only to provide for yourself, but to generate this amount of money to provide for your kid. Now, we will have a lot of people that will say, well, I mean, you don't feel the impact at once or I was raised with less than that. I want to remind you that even in the 90s, the cost of raising a child, if you look it up, was half of what it is today. This is 2018. I don't even want to think about when things skyrocketed Now, again, with the inflation that's coming our way with all the money printing that the government had to go through with COVID, right? So this number might even jump and become even bigger. So now imagine if you have two or three kids. I'm sorry. We're talking to close half a million. So you have to think about basically... Um, you know that my approach here on my channel is more about business and how can you start being more like you know money fluid and stuff so give me one second guys give me one second So basically, if we have, let's say, one kid, <clears throat> but we want to start a business, right? Everybody knows that the youngest your kids are, the more you have to pay for childcare. Why? Because kids are not self-sufficient yet. They don't know how to do a lot of things. Hi, Morena. Shout out to you to Blood Moon, to King, to La Princess, to music only. Um, So basically what we're seeing in our community is that we're seeing like at least Latino families have two kids and many of our families have only one parent. So when you combine the factors that we have, a medium of two kids, Plus, uh, once uh, single parent households, and then we don't go go to college to obtain at least a Lisa degree to have like a decent job, which is the path the society tells you to take, right? When you take that into consideration, it's not you're not gonna have a comfortable life. You're not gonna have room to save. You're not gonna have room to get into real estate, to start a business, you will have to sign up for a life of work. And I wish more people will understand what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not coming for anybody that has kids or, you know, or had kids or had a career. What I'm trying to say here is for people like, you know, not even myself, for people like they're starting to think, more strategically before having kids or having a business and want to invest their money uh, wisely. We need to become more aware of how much we're really spending. I think in our community, we're overspenders. And I'm going to try to prove that uh, through certain things. I'm having a little bit of um, technical issues, but I'm going to try to show you guys how much as Latinos we overspend. Give me one second. So it says, Hispanic American households will outspend white households in their lifetimes making 2.5 million in purchases on average. On average, and this was as you guys can see 2019. So if we're making purchases for 2.5 million dollars, what does that mean and what does that represent with us having kids? Easy. We're buying too much. We have kids and we are taking them out too much. We're spending our money. It's coming out of our community. We're not having uh, like a good money retention. Like the money does not bounce enough in our community to create wealth. We're not investing. We're not saving. We're not investing in real estate. We're not starting businesses that are, you know, with like the business uh what a business plan in mind that we can expand and create generational wealth so i i believe that if we are not financially stable if we don't have a plan we should not be having kids okay we don't uh responding to what king said king i don't believe that um college education is needed nowadays to make money to be honest with you there are many ways as a matter of fact i'm gonna dare to say that we don't even need a business to actually make money there's 34 million businesses in america alone you just if you want to make money you have to find ways to work with what we have I will discuss that on another video because I want to show guys and girls that want to get into business how you can still make money without having to start your own business, right? So basically, um, talking about what I was saying that people will come for me and tell me because I've said this before and a lot of people. Would tell me, like, oh, you know, I can have kids because my parents had me when they didn't have nothing. And look at how I am. And I'm like, yeah, you have to go to public school, which basically your parents have to let you, uh, let the taxpayers pay for your education. And we all know that's not the best education. We all have to go through it, I mean, to a certain degree. And we're not going to be ashamed because we have to. But now, what are we giving our kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. We should not be doing this as a cycle. We're supposed to give our kids a better future than the one we had. So with that being said, having kids also will stop you from concentrating on what's important, which is retirement, uh, real estate, and also entrepreneurship. There's almost no room for you In today's economy, to have two kids, a business, invest in the stock market, or get into corporate America, and then, you know, coming home and taking care of all the things I have to be taking care of. Let's be honest. So my advice would be um, to just put a hold in having children. I don't think there's nothing wrong with having them. If you already have them, well, you have to work on the side to you know still overcome that. I believe that you still can. Like for those who have kids, there are many ways where you can start. Like I said, you don't have to start your own business. I'm gonna discuss that later on. You can find other ways to outsource the help for your business or do certain things, but I think that. And the point where financially, having kids will block you, especially if they're out of the time where you're supposed to, and if you don't have the help that you're going to need to have kids, it will stop you from moving forward. Like there's no way that you will be able to give your kids a better future and to fulfill the stuff that you have to fulfill in order for you to be comfortable. And then you'll be a liability and your kids will be your retirement fund. And we will be going in cycles. And I think that's the problem in our community in Latin America, because we use our kids as a retirement fund and the kids use the parents as an emergency fund. So nobody prospers. (laughs) That makes sense. So, Sundown is saying, um, I hate public schools because they teach all kids the same way when we all learn different. Exactly. Public schools. I mean, I was three years in public schools and then my parents decided to pay for a better education. My dad worked really hard, but he had his business and it was extremely hard for him to have his business. My mom still had to work. Um, And eventually, you know, when he broke out, my mom didn't have to work, but You know, it took him a while to put us in um, private school because of the same thing. So, like I said, um, uh, Morena says... I moved to Texas to be more financially stable and the excellent school system. Yes, Morena, because in Texas, many places, the taxes for real estate are higher because you have to pay a tax that goes directly to the school system. So the schools are a little better in Texas, especially in San Antonio, I believe in Fort Worth and Houston, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but basically that's what it is. So yeah, Texas... When it comes to the public school system, they have one of the best, in my opinion. Um, so basically, let's say, uh, Blood Moon says, uh, sundown, it doesn't have to be name brand, but at least new clothes." Yeah, I don't. You want to know something, uh, Blood Moon? I don't believe in brand clothes. I believe that instead of buying the brand clothes, buy their stock. That's a more intelligent uh, spend, and buy cheaper clothes. Now you can buy decent shoes uh, and decent accessories, but it, they don't have to break the bank. You don't have to be buying the Gucci's or the or the nothing. You you should just buy regular clothes at an average price. Average price, I'm sorry, and you don't have to spend a lot of money. I will prefer that people instead of buying the Birkin invest in Birkin, in their stock instead of just buying the Birkin because that decreases in value. And instead of just the stock that doesn't, even if the Birkin increase in value because it will become vintage, you will have to weigh more than if you invest in the stock, in their stock, and then it goes up and it can even blow out of proportion because you never know what can happen, right? uh king says out of all the years in school i took a financial class for two years and it was an elective that i selected it should be a requirement for sure king you know what's crazy my mother-in-law told me like a few years ago uh that she was in school there were teachings about how to get uh your credit score right how to purchase a home, how to start an IRA, um, how to buy stock. And it's true. We don't teach these kids this stuff in school because the the system feeds off of you being uh, poor. It it doesn't work the other way around. The more people we have at the bottom, the more money I can make for myself and extract from people at the bottom. So the government's not going to teach you these things you have to unfortunately if you went to public school you will have to find this resources yourself they're available and it's doable we've seen it many times most and the majority of the millionaires today were not born into wealth they created their wealth because they were more curious about this stuff um so basically uh adding to this i want to add um, the, the problem with teen pregnancy. And I know that's a very delicate subject because many people, you know, go into this. But something that really worries me about our community is how young we're having kids. I think when we're young, uh, we have the most energy. And we don't have as much where and there to actually go and get shit done. I believe we should not be having kids before 27 years of age. Because first, you, you don't have your shit together. Second, because those are your broke years. And I think you should not give your kid your broke years, right? And on top of that, you're not... You're wasting all of your prime years with your energy and, you know, the fact that your mentality is more, mind like, open-minded to go get stuff. You're using it and wasting it on just raising kids. And you can postpone that to where, I'm sorry, you're more prepared to actually do this. And I wish, that's another thing that I wish in Latin America, we will delay to after 27 so that we can make smarter choices because then later on once the babies are here we cannot necessarily take care of them and we're seeing the majority of latin america going through like a lot of problems because we're having kids and then we have to go live with other people because we can not afford life anymore life is getting more expensive things are getting more harder and until we figure out life Uh, I believe we should not have kids. Um, Blood Moon says, I was ready to have children by 21, but wasn't financially ready. Exactly my point, uh, Blood Moon. Mentally, probably you were. But financially, because of the way uh, in our bringing, like the way society doesn't groom us to be corporate savvy and to do certain things and move a certain way financially, most of us are not ready at 21. So, you know, at that age, you're flipping burgers, um, frying the fries, you know, getting the mail as an intern, whatever you have to do. Um, King says, the poor class always have the most babies. Yes. We're seeing a, a very rare thing with certain wealthy groups. It, it's, very, it's very rare to see wealthy people with more than two kids I would say it's very rare like I've seen only like having more than that probably the Kardashians or Angelina Jolie but other than that it's very rare I see more poor people having four and five kids I don't know how they can afford them but yeah you're absolutely right it's it's mostly poor people the ones that have the majority of kids why is that I do not know it's crazy but back to what i was saying with the teen pregnancy i'm gonna share something with you guys you know and i'm not saying here that you cannot have uh you cannot have any success you can't it's just gonna be very hard it says teen pregnancy in california in 2020 the expected number of pregnant and parenting teens and young women in California could fill both San Jose State and San Francisco State University campuses. But without support, less than 38% of these young women will finish high school, let alone college. You see, guys, um, there's a lot of people that will come for me because I'm saying these things, but numbers do not lie. I can lie, they can lie, numbers will never lie. And the numbers are telling us that less than 38% of this woman will finish high school, let alone college. This is just another piece of evidence that having kids too young can fuck up your future. Having kids too young will not let you make decisions that will further you. So at some point you will become like a roadblock in your kid's future. If that makes sense, because imagine if you don't do these things and then you get like a whatever job that doesn't even require you a high school diploma And your kid needs some guidance in the future. You will not understand these things because what if your kid doesn't have a kid as a teen? You will not understand this. But eventually when your kid continues with their life and let's wish that that kid will go into college or if not going to college, will get into corporate America or start their own business and be very successful. You will use that kid as your retirement fund because you obviously don't have one. So when you have a kid, you literally mess up your life if you do it when the time is not right. It says, um, only 38% of teen mothers have ever finished high school and less than 2% finished college by age of 30. That means, for example, I'm 33 myself, right? So let's say that if I wouldn't have a kid as a teen, uh, probably I wouldn't have been this 2% or who knows, you know? Um, it says effects of teenage pregnancy, teen pregnancy is both a symptom and cause of poverty, early pregnancy and teenage parenthood create significant barriers for both a mother and her child to prosper. When young families are supported with access and connections to opportunities, they're able to break the cycle of poverty. Hmm. It says, teen pregnancy disproportionately affects young women of color. Two out of three babies born to teens in California are born to Latinas. So, basically, we're the most (laughs) given birth as teens. This can be found in the National Center for Health Statistics. And it says, and low-income teens make up to 83% of teens who give birth. Damn. This can also be found in the California Research Bureau. While the overall teen pregnancy rate in the United States has dropped, there remain communities and neighborhoods where teen pregnancy rates remain high. These are predominantly under-resourced communities of color. The Young Women Teen Resources Inc. works with come from Works with come from low-income communities. 94% of, their, of them are women of color, and many are from immigrant families. In addition to the challenges and stigma associated with being a young mother, Things to Success Inc. members are faced with further complexities, including housing, instability, limited access to healthcare and reproductive health information, emotional and physical violence in their homes, relationships and communities, lack of access to affordable childcare, and racism and discrimination. Now, going back to what I was saying before, uh, the, the problem in its majority, two, we just read that two out of three, based on statistics, right? Two out of three, of this teenage uh, pregnant moms, unfortunately, are from our community, right? And to add up to that, we're not finishing college, we're not finishing uh, high school, we're not finishing, you know, we're not getting into entrepreneurship, we're not doing a lot of stuff, and what worries me about that is as a community, where are we heading where are we directing our kids because i cannot teach my kids right uh something that i have not learned because we're seeing the cycle i can only speak for Puerto Ricans right i've met many girls that their only goal in life is to be their mom's neighbor in the projects We can't continue in this cycle. It's breaking our community. And then we can later on continue uh, to say, oh, we're in poverty, we're in poverty, we're in poverty because we're making life-changing decisions without thinking them through. And I would wish that more people would sit down with their kids and explain to them, you can, you know, do whatever you want. I just want you to know that when you have a child, you will have to, take a quarter million dollars and put it towards that child. Otherwise you have a very bad life and see how they take that information so that we can help our future generations make smarter choices when it comes to their money and how they administer the money. Um, Let's say uh, it says, Sundown says welfare helps those in poverty. Exactly. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Sundown, if you think about it, where welfare comes from? Welfare comes from us. Right now, you know that America is overtaxed. You know, it's still where we have a national debt of almost $30 trillion that they say, the government said that it will be paid in 225 years. So like i said we can be adding to that and then on top of that we have the situation with the only fans woman that i will talk later we have the gang bangers being in large numbers this is not going to be a sustainable society if we continue down this path um music only says we need to first prepare financially and then have kids minimum three i agree with you a hundred percent the first thing we have to do is prepare and then after that have as many kids as you can afford. Like who am I to stop you? If you want to have seven, have seven. Um, it says otherwise we're going to end up as Japan. Yeah, for sure. We have to. But at the end of the day, music only, you have to think. We're also overpopulated. And not only that, most of our population, at least in America, 80% of the population is poor. Um, it says lack of Parental guidance, Blood Moon says. Yes, is literally lack of parental guidance. I will put this on a parent any time of the day. Like if you have a somebody from 12 to 17 or even 18 years old getting pregnant, that's on you as a parent. I'm sorry. I don't care if you come for me, if you hate me for what I'm saying. It's on you on you not because you have to lock your kid in the house i wish we would relate to our teen selves when i was a teen i was such a rebel i admit that but i i admire my dad for talking to me about certain decisions that i was making as i was aging into my teen years and he talked to me like like i was a normal person like i was was a young adult and he will, he will not tell me, don't do this or don't do that. Do what you want to do. Now, I wanted you to know that this, this, and this, and this can happen to you. Now, with that information, make an intelligent decision. And thanks to his, you know, way of talking to me, yes, I would not tell him that at that point because, of course, I'm a teenager and teenagers know one thing and it's just hate your parents, right? But at least when I was out with my friends, my dad you know, my dad teachings and whatever he told me that could happen to me was in the back of my mind, and I, thank God, did not make stupid choices like that. Uh, Inquisitor says St. Catherine of Siena was the 19th child of 23. Imagine if her parents said to themselves 18 kids were enough. Well, Inquisitor, we're not living in those times. If we have 19 kids today, I'm pretty sure you'll be homeless. Um... King says single parents equals more crime. Definitely, because poverty. People don't understand when you see high crime, you see higher crime in poor, more poor places. Like the poorer a community is, the more crime you will have there. So it starts from the basic unit. The basic unit of of, of a society is a family. A group of families forms a community. A group of communities forms a society. So if the basic unit of our society is the family and our families are trash, our society will be trash. So yes, definitely. Single parents, more crime. It's just one parent in the household that cannot take care of the kids full time, cannot provide for the kids full time, unless you're a millionaire. And that will equate more crime. Um... Sundown said, my mom had eight. How was, I wonder how was your childhood Sundown? It it seems like it was interesting, you know, and and I don't blame them, you know, people, not to be messed up, but in Puerto Rico, we still have some families having more kids, but my dad, for example, uh, my dad and his siblings are 13. So you guys can only imagine those family reunions. On top of that, uh, my mom's family, They're nine. Nine kids. I cannot fucking imagine raising all of those kids. I would go crazy. Would you guys imagine me with thirteen 80 nights around the house running after me? (laughs) This one said, King said, life is not a video game. Be smart and make decisions that can improve your life and your children's life. Yes. I wish we will make decisions that we will think truly And uh, we will take life more seriously when we're younger. And that's why I said before, I do blame the parents 100%. Every time I see a teen pregnant or a teen parent, I blame the parents because the parents... Instead of teaching the kid the consequences of that, they decided to just tell the kid, oh, don't have sex or, you know, be abstinent or, you know, you're a stupid motherfucker or whatever, whatever they want to say to these kids, but they did not talk to the kids. You know that that parental relationship was trash. Um, He said, my mom had, someone said, my mom had eight brothers and sister. My mom had just three kids. Oh, okay, okay. She had eight brothers. Yeah, during that time, that so many of the families were like huge we used to uh make joke. Like me and my cousins, we used to make a joke about my grandma and my grandpa. Like there was no TV, no radio, no internet, no nothing, definitely, because they had like a lot of kids. Um, Blood Moon says many parents also work late and are not home to watch their children. That is true, Blood Moon. Now, imagine if as a parent, you will sit down your kid and you will share with your kid what life is about, what finances are about. You will sit down with your kid and you say, hey, you know what? I work late. I know I'm not here to supervise you and I know you're being sexually active. Let's just talk about how much it costs to raise a child, like a child and how much you will need to have a home, you know? And that way, I think if we start seeing our teenage kids in our younger generation, seeing them as a young adult without wear and tear, because that's what they are, you know? Uh, I think we will have, this result will shrink because they will understand, yo, I don't want to be broke. You know, I know I'm not going to be able to afford shit. I'm not going to be able to go to the movies. I'm not going to be able to get lit. I'm not going to be able to go clubbing. So I will just have... If if they want to have sex, if they're entitled to do so. They will do it like in a more safe way. There's a lot of you know birth control. There's a pill, a sticker. A, the only thing we don't have is a tattoo, but we have a lot of birth control out there. Um, Jose Negron says, "Hi Jose, thanks for uh, tuning in." He said, "My mother raised eight children with almost no help from my father." Yes, uh, back in the day uh that's what happened a lot but it was a very hard life for the mom so i admire your mom for doing that i commend her for holding the front because that was really hard work um morena said especially first generation kids of immigrant parents definitely we bring that from our countries because in our countries men pregnant girls range anywhere from 14 to 23 uh, this one said, Dr. Oros says, Dominicans are hardly represented in this world. I don't think your dog-headed advice is for us. It's only you Boricuas, and Mexicans. Well, I do not think that's the case. I know many Dominican people, and, you know, my stepmom was Dominican too, and she will differ with you if she will read that, but that's okay. And Inquisitor says, I know you're not religious, but Catholics out there, there need to know it's not up to you to determine how many kids to have we have we take the children god sends that could be zero or 20 not no, that is that is not necessarily true Inquisitor. we cannot have we cannot let okay this is a problem with our community we like to leave things up to chance and call it god's intervention no you cannot god is tired too if we're gonna go by that rhetoric like how many things are you gonna put on god god has to keep you healthy financially stable alive your kids fed and give you as many quote unquote blessings that you want you're putting too much stuff on god way too much stuff on god you have to be the the outer and creator of your own future and your own destiny. We have to stop living our destiny and our future in the hands of God, which basically is like, Oh, I'm going to spend today all the money I have. God will provide. You can't do that anymore. It doesn't work. Um, music only said, if only men work, the value of work will be much higher and having a family will be way easier. Music only look, uh, I believe Latino men are hard workers you know i i don't see a lot of latinos that are that are lazy to be honest with you that's very rare in the latino community now i will say that men reach their financial success later on in life especially when you come from nothing and most of us come from nothing right so if we're able to stick by our men and like a little bit longer and men will postpone Starting a family till like they're in like 35 to, you know, 35 to late 30s, I think they will have like a very, like a different financial position. You know, I, I don't think, I think, you know, Latino men are hardworking men. It's just, you know, they need to. Wait a little bit longer to have kids so that they can see, you know, be more financially stable instead of just having kids and just having to work, 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 work until their body breaks down. Um, Hi, Carlos. Nice to see you. Yeah, I know you're late, but, you know, it it happens. Uh, And that reminds me, everybody, make sure you like, subscribe and hit that bell for future streams so that you're notified in time. Um, let me see La Princess says God does not decide the number of your kids take accountability for your life don't be lazy and blame it on religion I agree 100% La Princess I think we need to take all these things out of our quote unquote God I don't think God intervenes in that I think God is ashamed of your choices when you leave it up to him to give you 17 kids um now blood moon said inquisitor as long as you have the money uh have as many kids as you wish but god will not provide it's up to you exactly blood moon uh jose agreed too he said we're all accountable for our actions 100 percent." and dr horus said you're right inquisitor is disgusting and big headed to think you can't tell other people of other cultures how many kids they could have like i said at the beginning Uh, Dr. Orris, I think you uh, tuned in late. I'm not here trying to police people. They can have as many kids as they want. I'm just here giving my personal opinion. If you want to say your personal opinion, I'm opening the lines for people. I'm going to send the link in a minute. But to be honest with you, I believe that the problem we have as a society today stems from that. It definitely stems from that because to be honest with you, um, we can no longer uh, afford to be doing these things and saying, you know, I'm going to leave it in the hands of God and then complain. If you're going to leave it in the hands of God, trust me, I support you. But then later on, do not try to leave it in the hands of the taxpayers and ask for welfare. How about we start doing that? How about we start, you know, if we're going to leave things in the hands of God, like we say, let's also not leave it in the hands of taxpayers and ask for for welfare in the future or ask for handouts, like many people call them. Because, you know, one thing is that you can admit, hey, you know what, I made a mistake, you know, I need to, I'm sending the link so that if people want to express their opinions, they can. Um, so, you know, I'm going to let, uh, Hossein in one second, but to be honest with you, like I said, we need to, uh, take this into consideration and not keep leaving stuff up to chance and take accountability for our own actions. Now, let me add Jose. Hi, Jose. How are you? Good evening. How are you doing tonight? I'm very good, it's nice to see you.
2: Well, first of all, I just wanna say thank you for allowing me to participate in this live stream.
0: You're always welcome here, no problem.
2: Okay, no, I just wanna give my two cents regarding the situation. First of all, let me state a this favor. I don't have any children, okay? <laughs>
0: me neither, me neither.
2: <laughs> okay, but you know something? Um, I'm Catholic. And I'm, you know, and I didn't believe in God, but there is a thing called accountability. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of crazy to blame God. If you have like eight, nine kids, it's not like God forced you to engage in intercourse or engage in intercourse without taking the necessary precautions to make sure you don't get pregnant. Um. And of course pe- people say it's easy for me to talk, but that's just my viewpoint.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's 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 like I said, it's always the people that messes up their lives or that, are, you know, do not understand what we're saying, that will come at us and blame us for what we're saying, which is like, take responsibility, take the reins of your life, you mm-hmm. know? Make intelligent decisions that will pay off. And at the end of the day, it will be a better outcome for your family. Like how much do you really care about the kids you're bringing into the world? If you're bringing them to suffer.
2: And let me tell you, raising children is very expensive. I mean, and and I'm not just talking about feeding them, clothing them, providing a roof over their heads. But in today's society, if, if you're lucky to have both parents, both parents have to work in order to, to survive, which means you're going to have to pay for childcare. And if anybody that lives in New York or anywhere else, any, in any big city knows childcare is very expensive.
0: Yeah. Here, look here in Los Angeles is $2,000 a month.
2: That's, that's incredible.
0: It is. It is crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm flabbergasted that people can't afford this, and you know their team parents. I I I believe people don't understand this. Like nobody can afford that if you did not organize for this before.
2: Well, fact of the matter is, how many working people can afford two thousand dollars a month in childcare? I mean, I mean, if you're living like in New York or Los Angeles or anywhere in the big city, it's very expensive. Okay, and just and I work in social services, with the city of New York.
0: So and you he, understand this, yeah? You know? Oh yes, I do. You're an expert in this, I'll say. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there.
2: I wouldn't go there. <laughs> but I do have, you know, God gave me a brain, okay?
0: Of course.
2: And God gave me intellectual capacity, okay. And the fact of the matter is, unfortunately. We have a lot of uh, single parents, most of them women. Uh, many times, two so situations, not, not their own, because the husband or the boyfriend leaves, or the husband or the boyfriend dies, or some of them, unfortunately, they don't make the best choices as far as a lifetime companion. Of course. So that means they have to be mother and father, they have to go work. Um, to bring home the bacon, to make sure that you know, they pay the bills, somehow try to scrape up some money to pay for childcare because you don't want to leave your child unsupervised. Exactly. No no responsible parent will ever leave their child unsupervised. And the fact of the matter is here, you no, know, many of the municipal employees are single parents. And that's a fact. And, and I I've never I've never been a parent. I never had children, but you know, I can just imagine the struggle single parents go through.
0: Yeah, I, I literally I commend any single mother or father that are raising kids, they are made of steel. Yes, yeah. I don't even want to think about all the struggles and the frustration they have to swallow on their own to raise these kids. That's a that's a hard task to do on your own.
2: And the fact of the matter is my mother, God rest her soul, because she passed away last year. My mother was an amazingly strong woman. And the values I have is for my mother, okay? Um, I'm, know, sorry. Beat-
0: I'm sorry about your mother Jose.
2: Thank you. And my mother taught me to be respectful. My mother taught me to treat women like queens, as the queens that they are. Okay, uh, my mother taught me that you treat people the way you want to be treated, exactly. and then you do, and then you, you you do your best to try to go along with everybody. And and my mother, I think she did an amazing job with me.
0: Yeah, she did. She did. Mm -hmm. she did and it's like i said there's a lot there's a lot of single moms out there that you know and single parents single fathers still that are you know working really hard to make you know the best kids they can put out there and to make them better than they were and they are accomplishing this you know and that's let me tell you something that is not the majority so you your mom really worked hard for her to create you because there's a lot of single Uh, single parent household kids that do not turn out like you in its majority they don't turn out like you when we have uh uh kids on a single parent household that turn out like you you're the exception you know the majority either resort to crime or you know don't complete or have a career there's a lot of things that happen with the single parent household dynamic that are what we're seeing today as a negative in our society so consider yourself very lucky and your mom literally like made of steel like a warrior because to bring somebody that's still productive you know can contribute to society and it's a good um active in society is very rare for a single parent household family to produce And like I said, there's a lot of people that don't understand the amount of work that your mom had to put in you.
2: That is sad, but true. And then they have their misconceptions about single parents. And, you know, when I hear some of the, what I call boys, because they're not men in my book, talking about, I'm not going to date a single mom because I'm not going to raise her kids and all that kind of crap. First of all, um, single mothers, I mean, responsible single mothers are extraordinary,
0: yeah, they are the exception for sure. Okay, and it's not okay, and it's not like
2: they look they're looking for looking for any whatever to fill the falling figure, okay, because first of all. The responsible ones, they're going to sculpt the, those guys. And I mean sculpt yeah. from head to toe to make yeah. sure that they are, you know, a good fit with them.
0: Yeah, they're like lionesses. You know, they, they're like a lioness. They will not let anybody near their cub that they don't think is not a threat. Like, I've seen it. You, you <laughs> can't see. There's two different types of single moms. You know, yeah. it's their single moms. The majority are just mediocre. And like, they're single moms that rather not even date. I've True. seen this with my own eyes. I have a friend that she's an older lady. And she even said it to me. She's like, when I was re- raising my three kids, I decided to not even date because I didn't want to bring nobody around my kids. And I decided to work hard until they were older. So that's very rare. The majority of this uh, single uh, parent household dynamic is I will think about me. I was young. I made a mistake. I was young and dumb. I'm going to party. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And to be honest with you, it's eating up the community. Yes. It is. It is.
2: And let me tell you something. If I do come across a single mother, I will tell her, please sculpt me. Please examine me. Okay? Because, because you know why? Because people of character do not fear close supervision.
0: Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. And when you see a mom doing this, like you have to give kudos to her because that means that she cares about the end result of her kids. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, Uh, Salvi. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jose. Salvi, um, in this show in particular, I'm gonna say something to kid uh, people that I don't know. Uh have to come up. Uh, I'm not going to allow anybody that I don't know to have just a picture. So if you want me to let you on, I need to see the person I'm talking to. Otherwise, I won't bring you up because I don't know you. Uh, this is not a, a channel for trolling. We, we have uh, very uh, serious topics here. So you have to come up. I need to see the person I'm talking to. So let's go back to what we were saying, Jose. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Single moms uh you know uh some let me add sundown hi sundown what's up
3: hey hey hey, how's it going
0: good good how about you
3: um good i did this gym i went for my pre-workout to kick in i just wanted to talk for a bit before i left
0: so what do you think about the topic uh, we're going through you think we're having kids too soon
3: um okay so what, what, uh, I think our biggest mistake is we're trying to for, for a lot of Americans we're trying to become financially stable I mean the, the chat we all agree that we don't want to have kids until we're like financially stable but one thing that we don't realize is the cost of living it keeps rising so Me speaking from experience, when I was 20, I was like, "Okay, I want to have, you know, a stable income. I want to uh, be able to take care of myself and somebody else before I even think about having a kid. And before I knew it, 10 years went by. And I'm like, Jesus, I was so worried on making sure that I was financially stable so that I can have kids that 10 years went by and I still don't have kids. And now the cost of living is even more expensive. So if I was to have kids now, I would have to spend more versus if I would have had the kids back when I was in my early twenties. Yeah. So I think what happens is a lot of people tend to push off having kids because they want to be financially stable first and the time just passes and passes and passes. And before you know it, you're stable but you still don't have enough money to take care of kids because of the cost of living.
0: I mean, but don't you think that, for example, I'm going to take me as an example. I postponed having kids precisely for that because I went to college to be a sound engineer, and that's a very demanding career when it comes to time, and you have to move to look for opportunities to so many places, right? So I was in no way capable of, you know, having a kid in my 20s, you know, even if today, let's say tomorrow, I lose everything and I become homeless, I will be better fit to be a parent today than I was in my 20s, for sure, because I'll be able to make more intelligent decisions with my money than I was in my 20s. So even if I'm broke, don't you think that, you know, you still have more maturity when it comes to our spending than when we're in our 20s? Yeah, it's
3: true. hmm
0: uh, uh, Jose, you wanted to add something? I saw you like moving your head. With no, you know what?
2: You know what? what? I think you know, the majority letter level should increase as we get older. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it goes into reverse. Um, why? I mean, unfortunately. People don't think about what's going to happen five years down the road or ten years down the road or, or what have you. But for the majority, as you get older, one should be more mature. Um, like I said, I never had kids. I was married once. I got divorced, it, um, and actually, uh, prior to my ex getting married to my ex-wife, uh, she she was operated so she couldn't have any more kids. And, you know, one thing is I always wanted to have children of my own, but at the time, I love her so much that even though she cannot physically give me children, I mean, there is, you know, she had two children of her own, and plus there's always adoption where you can provide a loving and nurturing environment for children who don't have one.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's And that's another thing that, you know, um, we don't contemplate in society today. I've heard a lot of people telling me like, oh no, like I don't want to bring nobody's kids to my house. I'm like, even animals do this stuff. They take care of their own. And it's so weird that, you know, we are so like, you know, I would say mold into this type of person, you know, where we're not. It, and it goes back to what we were talking about, the having kids too young or having kids when you're not financially stable and so and So we're not making decisions in life intentionally. We're mm-hmm. just making accidental choices oh you know uh, today i woke up and i have 20 bucks so i'm gonna go and like spend a taco bell and have the extra whack and stuff and tomorrow what you're gonna do oh i don't know whatever happens that's how we're living life that's how we're living life in every aspect even in our professional lives in our personal lives and important decisions that will change your life We're still making the same choices, which is why I even started this channel because I got fed up of seeing people making choices financially that will always leave us Latinos at the bottom. And not only Latinos, minorities in general. This show is mostly talking about us, but any minority can relate to it. We have seen this in every single one of our communities, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry no go ahead go
2: ahead no because before i was working for the city of new york i used to work in foster care for five years Mm -hmm. okay and what i used to do i used to prepare people to become foster parents
1: okay
2: okay and you know with the option of either becoming foster parents or hopefully hopefully adopting and a lot of people, though, they don't understand the concept of, of of foster care and why it is why it's needed. Because unfortunately, the biological parents are not prepared, you know, to provide a safe and nurturing environment. So what you have to do is you have to remove these children and put them in another home, where with hopefully that people are responsible. Yeah, that the, will provide a nurturing environment until the point when the biological parents can get their act together. And if they cannot get their act together, that find people that will be willing to adopt them. And I use this analogy as an icebreaker.
1: Okay.
2: Imagine if you, imagine in the middle of the night, the authorities came, they had the authority to remove you from your home physically. And put you in another environment with people that you don't know. Hmm. Now imagine as an adult going through that, and then you you think about imagine that as a child.
0: Yeah. That, okay. That's tough. That's really tough.
2: But yeah, I mean, and you know, and I. And the reason why I said that because I wanted people who become foster parents or adoptive parents to take this seriously, that you're not doing this. To get an adoption, just to get an adoption subsidy or a foster care subsidy. What you're doing is you are taking on the responsibility of providing a safe and nurturing environment for a child. Some of them may have many issues. Yeah. We're talking about children that have been sexually abused. Yeah. We're talking about children that have been physically abused, neglected, Okay yeah so they so they're messed up to begin with yeah okay and now they're hoping or even praying that the people that go look after these kids they're gonna provide a lurching environment for these kids and sometimes they're even worse than the parents
0: yeah but you know what Jose I think it's because people do not understand you know what a foster parent being a foster parent means mm-hmm. i mean you know they don't understand that the kid is not gonna trust you the kid's not gonna like you for at least a year or two and that's normal what it will make him psycho to love you the first time they see you you know these are kids that were victimized by an adult that was supposed to love them so, they're going to be paranoid and skeptical. That's the normal human reaction. And Correct. then, when you connect them to another person, it's going to take for them a while and they're going to test your love in every way possible before they can even trust you. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of foster parents do not understand this dynamic and they sign up for this and end up re victimizing these kids.
3: You're so- Yeah, you're a better man than me, man. I, I guess two, two professions I couldn't be in is like child protection and like working with animals. I confused animals, I just couldn't do it. I'm pretty sure you've heard some horror stories.
2: Well, the fact of the matter is, um, there was such a huge turnover in the agency that i worked with when I finally left um, to start working for the city of New York. I was like one of the veterans and I was with the agency for less than five years. Because it's not it's it's very hard when you work in that environment. And then you're trying to and you're trying to to educate people who wish to become foster parents. And you're trying to relate to them that these are children, they're hurt, they're needy. They're not there to give you a check. You are there to be the surrogate mom and dad until hopefully, with God's grace, the biological parents can get the act together.
0: Do you think, in your opinion, Jose, do you think that... Because that's something that always irked me. Do you think these parents that, you know, get their kids removed because they weren't fit, do you think they'll... They'll really. Do you believe in the rehabilitation of these parents? Or you think that that's just a fantasy?
2: Okay. I'm going to be honest because part of my bias is based on my religious upbringing. Okay? So I'm going to state that off the top of the head. I always believe there's always a possibility that a person can reform. However, the person has to have the desire to do so. And unfortunately, not everyone has that desire to reform themselves. Now I know I I sound a little bit too religious or whatever, but that's a reality. People can change, but they have to want to change.
0: So basically, I mean, if you will say out of every 10, how many you say, Want to change or want to have their kids back?
2: Perhaps fifty percent.
0: Fifty percent. Perhaps. Perhaps it's fifty percent.
2: That's, houses, 50%. That's yeah, the same. And, and you know, and and, and part, you see, and part of the problem is there is not a lot of resources for these people. You know, uh, as far as. Parental skills, anger management, financial management. Because unfortunately, for people of color, there's not that many resources. Now yeah. I'm sure if there's some connotation of they go say I'm anti-white, I'm not being anti-white. <laughs> I'm
0: just I'm just being real. Yeah, because you know you have seen this with your own eyes. Yeah, you're keeping it real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's insane. Yeah. It's true. Go ahead, Sundown. I have
3: pride. I have a lot of pride, man. It's like, I don't want anybody giving me a handout, especially like with my kids. Those are my kids. I want to do everything that I can to take care of my kids. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't have kids because it's like, I wanted to make sure that I could be there to take care of them. I don't want somebody else taking care of my kids. You know how they say, if you can't raise your kids, the streets will or the police will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's true. I agree. (laughs) I agree with that. It's. Go ahead, Jose.
2: Unfortunately, not everyone thinks that way. In, that, in fact, I know someone. She's like 34 years old. And she has six kids, and she's pregnant with a seventh child.
0: <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. That's. Ugh. God, that's so, I'm telling you, I don't know what these people are thinking. And, and I, go ahead. Unfortunately, go ahead. people don't think. No, it, it's like I said, that's why I wanted to do this because somebody uh sent me a message to you know make videos that will show how to start building yourself from the bottom to actually become an entrepreneur. But mm-hmm. I think this subject specifically is something that will single-handedly destroy someone's future. Yes. You know, because if you're not ready to have kids, you're not going to be ready for life. Period. There was a movie I saw, I think it was 28 days, if I'm not mistaken, when they even said that if you're not able to take care of a plant or a pet, you're not even ready for a relationship
1: interesting
0: yeah same thing goes same thing goes for a kid if you're not ready to have a business or to be financially stable you're not ready to have a kid okay let's just put that out there and i think people need to be more like realistic when it comes to this stuff you know it's there is no way in hell you are prepared i'm so tired of people calling it a blessing you know the kid is the blessing not you being in this position the kid itself is a blessing now bringing the kid to suffer into this world do you think that's a blessing and uh, let me tell you something as a person
2: of faith i'm also i also believe in keep, uh, keeping it real okay if you're not if, if you're not prepared to spend 18 to 21 years of your life raising another life. Don't put yourself in that situation when you do so by accident.
0: Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree. Okay.
2: And one thing, you know, one thing I did want to get off my chest um, the other night regarding the other live stream I just want you to understand I wasn't attacking you personally. It's, I was just expressing, you know, my perception of the topic.
0: Yeah, no, no, tra- no, tranquilo. Like I really did not, uh, I really did not take that as an offense. I actually appreciate your input because it's okay to disagree. And what I admire about you is that you're always respectful about it. And I like when people disagree with me. It's just that people tend to disrespect me personally instead of just coming at me like you do and thank you sundown for tuning in i appreciate you supporting the show i, no, I go ahead go ahead jose
2: i just want to make sure that you understood where i was coming from and i wasn't trying to attack you in any in you know in in in, in, in any way shape or form and
0: yeah for sure for sure i understand your point
2: mm-hmm. and like i said the the reason why I am the person I am today, because of my mom.
0: Yeah, yeah. She shaped you. It's like it's like I was, I don't know if I was telling people that on another live stream, I believe so, that you have until two years old to, you know, for your kid to um, show it, its character traits, and then you have till 10 to modify them. After that, that's it. They have their own character form. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was your mother, 100%. The person you are today, your mother created, you know, and she shaped you in the way you are. So everything that you accomplish is thanks to your mom.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. because the fact of the matter is out of all of us, I was the first person um, to graduate from college. Okay.
0: Oh, that's nice.
2: And, you know, I've been able, you know, to have, you know, steady employment working for the city of New York. Uh, for almost 22 years, um, I was able to get my own, to buy my own apartment, um, yeah. you know, with the grace of God. And my mother played a huge role in all of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I imagine. It's like I said, it, it, your mom is part of the selective group. Mm-hmm. I don't, like I said, if you compare yourself to your counterparts of other kids your age raised by a single mom, you will find that you don't have a lot of things in common because you're not the typical result. So, you know, it's like I said, your mom took that like a champ and, and shaped you. Yeah. You know, that, that's not common. That's not common. And I wish more women like your mom will teach single other single moms how to do it. And other single moms will listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is a problem because many don't. you know and, and and it's always like, oh you know, let's go party, let's go you know, meet this cute dude and let's keep jumping from man to man and doing crazy stuff and overspending and not thinking. And it's always detrimental for the children.
2: Um, and you know what's sad about the men when they keep having multiple sexual partners,
0: mm-hmm.
2: okay? Now, I mean, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a little disclosure. I mean, I come from a family where the men My father was one, my <laughs> <Trust> grandfather <me. laughs> was one, my uncles have, was, were, were a bunch of them. And when I took a look and see as a child, See the behavior of my father, God rest in soul, and my grandfather and my uncles acting this way. I decided, but with the grace of God, I'm not going to follow their example.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. You made that you made a decision that was intentional,
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and, and and that goes like I said, it goes back to what we were saying. We're not having a lot of people that are making intentional decisions because we have dumbed down our society to think that, you know, the notion of the teenager are still kids. And that is not true. A teenager is a pre-adult and we have to treat them like that, you know?
2: And, know, and and, And the problem is, and I hear all the time when the teenagers said, oh, you don't know what it is to be a teenager. Oh, I, I know about everything. You know the Bible said there's nothing new underneath the sun. Okay, um, what the teenagers are going through, we went through in our teenage years, and and I'm 58 years old. Sorry, cool? so I so so I grew up you know, in the 70s and the early 80s with disco and then with hip-hop and what have you, and then, you know, with the drug culture and everything like that. Um, I, oh, I've been... always been quiet and reserved. Yeah. Um, and actually, that last string, that, that, that that's, that's the only time that you actually see me get excited, and I usually don't get that excited. It's just that... Um, I felt that I had to speak for myself, mm-hmm. but in a respectful manner, of course. Okay. And all I said, what all I said was, you know, if you don't like what I'm hearing, it, it, what I'm saying, don't listen.
0: Of course, it, it's a choice. That's you know what's crazy, Jose. It's crazy that you're saying that because um, I'm gonna be uh, on an interview someday.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: with fighter. And it's about this stuff. There's a lot of people that don't like where I stand on many things. You know, when I believe, uh, you know, black and brown unity, when I believe that we're all equal and we have to fight for racial justice, when I believe we have to fight for Latin America and try to rebuild our countries. You know, a lot of people don't disagree with the way I look at things. And I'm like, I, I'm not trying to make people agree with me. You can disagree with me, go about it in a whole different way. The problem is you don't have to consume my content. If you think I'm just full of it, you know, people can always keep scrolling and look the other way. If they think that, you know, they don't agree with what you or me are saying right now, they can even just go to another stream, right?
2: True, and you know, and I you know something. I think if I come into the stream earlier, mm-hmm. maybe I might have had a different perspective. <laughs> okay,
1: probably, probably.
2: <laughs> okay, I mean because you know I don't have. See, I don't have a problem when I disagree, as long I mean, as we that. are agreeable.
0: Yeah, as long as, as long as we can respect that. Other people have different opinions. Like like I said, you had a different opinion. I had a different opinion. And it's cool to disagree. We just have to learn to not go personal. I always go by this. If you go personal, then you lost the argument. It's that simple. Exactly. I'm going to add True T-shirt, who's here joining us today. Hey, Truth, what's up? I can't hear you, True. Your I mic- think, I think you. your mic is off. No, I can't hear you. Let me let me let me unmute you here. Mute you and unmute you. Hold on. Uh I think you Okay, let me see. Talk now? Hmm. Why I can't hear you?
2: <sighs> Would you believe this is like the the third virtual event i participate this day and it seems like someone always have some sort of technical problems
0: hold on let me see the mic settings of truth let me bring him up oh uh, yeah, no let me see if this now uh, let's see now i can't hear you Truth. maybe so come maybe. back out and then come back in okay? And let's see if it works. Because I really want to hear Truth's perspective on the subject we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate, literally, I appreciate, uh, you know, a different point of view because I think when we differ, there's a lot of people, Jose, that would think like me and a lot of people that would think like you. Mm -hmm. And when people like you and me disagree on something and we can have a respectful back and forth, people that think like you and people that think like me can see that the conversation can be achieved. You know, that we yeah. can sit down at the table and reach some common ground.
2: You know, I agree. And to be perfectly honest, you caused me to think about certain things. Really? Yes, you did.
0: That's good, that's good. You also also made me think about certain things. I did not left that stream thinking the same.
2: Well, I just hope it was some of the positive.
0: Yeah, they were positive. Trust me, they were positive. Uh, hi, True. What's up? Let's see if we can hear you now. No, we can't hear you. What's up with you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't leave. Um,
2: I wish there's a way he can like chat, like chat, like something wrong with his mic or, or whatever. Because I know that can be frustrating. Hmm.
0: Are you are you in like a different mic or you're in your computer? You're in your computer, okay. Let me see what you can. Maybe do. he needs to get on with the Maybe, phone. maybe, yeah, maybe go to or no, maybe go to your uh cam and mic settings, and let's see if you can tweak them. Okay, talk now, Drew. Let's see. Can I you can hear, hear me you. now? Yeah. Yes. I can hear you now, perfectly. Okay. All right. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. How are you?
4: I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I finally made it.
0: Yes, it's nice to see you. Yes.
4: <laughs> uh, I don't know if, you,
0: if you know if you know
4: Jose. Jose. Yeah, Jose? yeah, I know Jose. Oh, okay. Please okay. to meet you. Uh, Blood Moon, no, I didn't cut my hair. I just have it up in an Afro puff today.
0: Mm, that looks nice. I like <laughs> the <it. I like laughs> vibes. At least you have hair. Hey, <laughs> you
4: know, they used to always make fun of me in high school because I got a big forehead. They told me I was going to go bald. Guess what? All the people that told me I was going to go bald, now they're bald. I still got my hair. <laughs>
2: well, you know what? That's why you've got to be careful for your words because you might have to eat them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Salvi, you have your face covered. And like I said, you have to come up. You can't be here. And I cannot. if I cannot see you, I'm not going to bring you up. I have to be able to see you because I don't know you. Okay? Um. otherwise I'm not going to bring you in now Truth t-shirt yeah. we're discussing the subject of are we having kids too soon and what are the repercussions financially for us and how does that block us from moving forward and getting into better job positions or corporate America or having a business what are these choices that we're making when we're younger how are they affecting us when it comes to having kids too soon
4: Well, I think when you have kids and you're not ready for it, I think that locks most people into a cycle of poverty, (laughs) Um, especially guys, because, I mean, like back in the day, you could get away with it, but now you got to pay child support. And there's a lot of guys out here, they got baby mamas all over the damn place. And how are you going to take care of all those kids? You know, I mean, how much money do you have unless you've got a really good education and a really good job? But even with the best of jobs, you know, if you've got all these kids spread out all over the place, how are you taking care of them? You know, and from an emotional standpoint, sundown, no, I'm not going bald. Fuck you. Um from an emotional standpoint I think it really it's really damaging right because I don't know if you touched on this before but we have a really big problem in the Caribbean with having these phantom families you know you got married men but at the same time you have these other women outside of the marriage and then you have these families with these people outside of your own marriage and your own kids. What kind of impact does that have emotionally on a child to know that your father doesn't belong to you? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I I completely understand. I completely understand. So basically, do you think that having kids too soon uh, can also result in you blocking your financial stability?
4: Of course. Okay. okay. Because, I mean, like, okay, if you're going to be responsible for these kids, means you got to get out there and you got to work, you know?
1: Yeah.
4: Um, if you want to pursue higher education, how is that going? You know, it's just going to make it a lot harder for you to be yeah. able to do that. Of course. Um, listen, I went back to school, you know, at my, I went back to school. I was like in my late forties, right? So I'm 54 now. So do the math, subtract and go back. I went to school, went back to school in 2015. The only way I could do that was because I had, you know, family helping me out, you know? So I was lucky. But if I didn't have that, like, I would have never been able to do it. Now, how are you going to – if yeah. you're younger and you don't have anybody <laughs> helping you and you're not getting financial aid like that, how are you going to be able to put yourself through school?
0: Yeah, you need a plan. So,
4: exactly, mm-hmm. you know. And – um it's difficult. And I see like for a lot of mothers too. I mean, I remember the first time I was in school. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of single mothers who were like really putting themselves through school and you know, they were on welfare, but they didn't have any intention of staying on welfare. You understand what I mean?
0: Yes, yes. But then yes. Bill Clinton, a career out of it.
4: Exactly. But then Bill Clinton came around and he completely restructured the welfare system. So now in order for you to get welfare, you had to have a job. Yeah. But how are you going to have a job and go to school full time and take care of a kid? No, you can't. That is very difficult. It's not Im-
2: impossible.
4: Yeah. yeah. So there were a lot of women that got, you know, like they just got the rug pulled from underneath them. Yeah. And, um, Listen, I made a very deliberate decision. Well, I knew I didn't want to have kids. Um, I just don't have the emotional wherewithal to deal with that. And I don't want to end up on the 11 o'clock news. So I know that about myself. But at the same time, I made sure that I wasn't going to get anybody pregnant. And I mean, like, look, it was the 80s. Everybody was running out there doing their thing, but thank God, condoms were like three for a (laughs) dollar. Three for a dollar. You know
0: what, uh, True T-shirt, I'm going to say this. um, For us women, uh, there's only so much we can postpone, kids. Well, yeah. (laughs) However, However, I believe that men need to postpone kids a little bit more than women why because you guys can still procreate on your later well uh, yeah i mean look if if i
4: wanted to have a kid now i could but um come on man like i'm 54 years old now i don't see myself having a kid in like the next three or four years and like Come on, I'm going to be almost 60 running after little kids, like but in the park. It,
0: but but you, don't think, you don't think that you guys want like a legacy?
4: Well, um, I'm sorry. Okay, so for me personally, for one thing, I, I look at it pragmatically. We're living on a planet with finite space. Um, if everybody has kids, I mean, like, where are all these fucking people going to live? You know? So that's one thing. Second, my life has been so chaotic, I'm just getting myself to be stable. So from that point of view, it's not practical. From an emotional standpoint, um, like I said, I had a very chaotic life and emotionally i'm just pulling myself together you know so from a spiritual perspective my tradition we believe that we all come here on purpose we decide to come here because we have different things objectives that we need to work on yeah and for me what i feel in my gut is that I had very specific things that I needed to work on in this lifetime experience, and having a family would have been a distraction. You know? Yeah. Definitely when I was younger, I knew, I had the common sense to know that I wasn't emotionally responsible enough to bring a life into this world. Of course. And growing up and seeing the chaos that was around me, you know, growing up in the Bronx. I knew that I didn't want to do that to to a kid. Hmm. You know, uh, I saw a lot uh, of people that uh, should not uh, sir, have had teacher, kids.
0: Sir, teacher, let me address something. Uruguayo, um, please refrain from saying stuff and talking about people you don't know, like melanated night in Maya's relationship you have no idea what our relationship was you don't know us you don't know who i was dating who he was dating so if you have any comment on the topic it's welcome if you continue i'll bid you a good night and i'll block you from the channel so one more disrespectful comment and i will block you from my channel i have no problem with that now continue uh truth
4: yeah so even beyond all of that stuff. I knew that from an emotional standpoint, I wasn't equipped to to handle that responsibility. And to me, having children is a very big responsibility. That's not something to be taken lightly. Yeah. You know. Um, and I definitely wasn't going to have kids without being married. Yeah. Of that was the other thing. Absolutely not. Because for me. I would like my kids to have a father and a mother. And I guess one of the other things that, that like put me off is when I saw like the rates of divorce, you know? Oh my God. Like,
0: yes. It's
4: 54%. Jesus. It's yeah. It's even more than when I was younger. I mean, like my mom, <laughs> you know, my mom, God bless her. She, um she and my dad split. And that's why I had gone down to Jamaica, you know? Yeah. Because she didn't want me to be around all that chaos. So my grandma said, you know, just send them down here with us. Yeah. And actually, I'm glad that she did that because I got the chance to grow up in Jamaica. But my mom remarried. My dad remarried. And um, they weren't happy marriages. You know?
0: Yeah.
4: And one by one, all of my friends, I saw their parents getting divorced. Hmm. And then I saw my married friends getting divorced. So I can probably count on one hand like how many people I knew that had a happy, stable marriage. Yeah. And the same thing
0: happened to me. I I, I only knew like only know like three uh healthy marriages. Not yeah. including my parents, to be honest.
4: Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I just looked at, I looked around me and I just wasn't impressed with what I saw. And I'm like, well, fuck, if I'm going to be miserable, I can do that shit all by myself. Why well, I need somebody <laughs> else to help me, you know? So, but, you know, I'm the kind of person that I, I have the strength to be alone. I mean, for the most part, you could say um, I'm really a hermit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't I don't make compromises. You know, I'm not willing to compromise my principles just to have friends yeah. or just to have a romantic partner. It's like
0: it does, it's not worth it. You know, you to have me, it to, wasn't worth it. Yeah, you have to be able to connect with that person's set of values in order for you to have a relationship. You can't I mean, let's say, for example, like I couldn't be with somebody that would think completely different than I do. Cause mm-hmm. I cannot stay quiet about stuff that I disagree with, so and I can't pretend either. So I understand you on that point.
4: Yeah. So I mean, but listen, I'm not saying that. Well, the 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 kids things. Hell, no, I'm not having no kids. But as far as having <laughs> <clears throat> getting have married,
0: about, have you thought about uh, adopting?
4: It's popped into my mind, okay. but um, I, w- I wouldn't want to have a kid, like, even adopted, like, you know, and just be a single parent. I, no.
0: But what you if, know? You, if you were to marry?
4: Okay, so if I were to marry, first of all, let me get through my schooling and get myself settled <laughs> financially first. Yeah, yeah, And then I'm going to need a lot of therapy. <laughs> okay, I'm just oh, being okay. honest
1: with okay, you. We all. Listen, we all. <laughs> I'm
4: going to need a lot. It's only been in the past year that I've began to entertain the thought of being romantically involved with a, another human.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really
4: bad. I'm really bad.
0: I mean, I think we're all all scared to bring another kid, but I think the people that are scared about this responsibility make the best parents.
4: Really? So maybe I'll make a good parent. Who knows?
0: (laughs) What do you think, Jose? What do you think? Okay, well,
2: there's one thing. I always wanted to have children, but the thing is, in order to have children, you have to have a good companion. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have not been blessed with a good companion. I mean, I was married, but the marriage did not not last long it was not a happy marriage. Um, But whoever gets with me, is gonna have to accept me for what I am, okay? And I have to accept her for who she is. I mean, I do have um, a certain way are looking at things. I do tend to have what people consider conservative family values, and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm just simply saying what I am. Um, as far as having children, there's always a possibility, but I'm 58 years old, and God's going to give me the grace and the strength to raise children. <laughs> I mean, let's that's, that's keep, that's keep it real, raising children, it's a major Task, mm-hmm. but when you get to be my age, you're pushing 60, okay, and then you have to deal, first you deal with, with the terrible twos, yeah. then you deal with when they go to kindergarten. And then heaven help you when they reach the teenage years.
4: Oh yeah, that's a whole different ball game, okay, right there.
2: Why? Well, why
0: are you guys so scared of the teenage years?
2: It's not that, okay. It's not that I'm scared. It's just that teenagers tend to rebel a little bit, okay. and some more than others, because they're not kids, but yet they're not adults either. And they think that um, they know everything when they don't.
0: I mean, look at me. I'm
2: 58 years old and there's still a lot of stuff I
0: don't know. Yeah. But, but don't you think that comes because they're also the, you know, pre show to adulthood?
2: It's possible. It's possible. But the fact of the matter is, in order for me to have a child, I will have a good, a good woman first.
0: Yeah, for sure. You wanna you wanna bring a kid into a family? So you guys are you guys are willing to have a kid as long as you have a woman.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I would want that. Um and okay, so here's the other thing. Um there's a 10 year difference between me and my younger brother mm-hmm. and a fifteen year difference between 15 and 16 year difference between me and my sisters. Okay. So I helped to raise them, and I was terrified. I mean, I, I know what it is to be a parent because I helped to raise them. And I also know that, that fear that you have that, you know, something is going to happen. You know, you fear for their safety all the time. I mean, uh, God, I remember when they got to the age where they were able to climb out of the crib.
0: Oh, my God. I was the worst at that for what my parents tell me.
4: Oh, Jesus. I
0: was the worst. Like, I will let myself hang from the crib. And then as soon as I can touch with my toes, the floor, I will let myself fall. And they will not know how I got out of the crib.
4: Yeah, that is like when you, when you <laughs> see kids doing that, that is the scariest thing ever it is. it is you know and i would worry about them like you know if they're going to hurt themselves so i remember my little brother mm-hmm. almost killed himself oh i'm
0: sorry because
4: okay you remember the old TVs right yeah those big fat things right yeah <laughs> oh yes so i had the TV it was in my room i had a TV it was on the stand and he kept kicking the damn thing and it'd be stop 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 and he wouldn't stop Until he fucking broke the thing. And the TB like fell dead on. I thought he was dead.
0: Oh
1: wow.
4: Oh my god. It was like. (laughs) And then you worry when they go outside to play. You know like. Jesus Christ the stress. And then when he grew up. And the kind of company that he was keeping in the streets. You know Mm in the 80s. When crack was king. Yeah. It's like listen. For people who are parents, hats off to everybody who's a mother out there. Happy Mother's Day. You yes. fucking earned it. That's
0: another thing that I wanted to say to all the mothers that I have in the chat. Mother's Day is coming up. I already sent my mom her gift, right? Because I live in Puerto Rico. But happy Mother's Day to all of you and shout
4: out to all of you. If well, you have I'm- kids and they're still alive, hats off to you. If <laughs> 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 You didn't kill them yet. <laughs> you deserve a freaking medal. Oh, so my God. <laughs> that was the other thing it's like I felt like I already raised kids so it's like nah I'm good <laughs>
2: yeah. well, well well in my case I'll be I'll be visiting my mother's grave this this oh. this weekend so and mm-hmm. this is gonna be the half, the first mother's day without my mom oh well wow.
0: oh, I'm sorry Jose If you need someone to talk to, you can reach out to me
2: well yeah. you know you know you know and i and i and I'm, and i apologize for bringing you know for bringing it up it's just that you know no it,
0: don't worry about it you
2: no know, because like i said before you know I, my mother played a huge role in the type of person i am today and when my mother was hospitalized last year I was the one that took her to the emergency room. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, I couldn't go with my mom to the ER.
0: Oh my god! I'm and sorry. then,
2: and then what happened was she was amputated on her left leg twice.
0: Wow!
2: And then she developed a massive stroke. Oh wow! And then she, and then she went home to be in hospice care until the day that God took her home.
0: Oh my God, that's, that's, um, I really, I'm really sorry Jose, that's really tough. That's why I said, I think I'm going to do, by the way, Sunday, an early stream for Mother's Day where we can share Mm -hmm. um, thoughts Mm -hmm. about our mother, especially if our mothers are like in other countries, or our mothers pass away, you can guys, uh, you guys can all tune in. It's going to be Sunday early morning um, so that we can share like a Mother's Day special. So you're all welcome. You
2: know? I, ap- I appreciate it. And in fact, this Saturday will be first time visiting my mother's grave since the funeral you know, because I just couldn't, you know, bring it, um, you know, to the point when I'm able to see the grave because... Uh, that days when I actually break down in tears.
4: Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's, it's still it's not, a year. Yeah, it's still. This fresh. is going to be this is going to be two years for me. Oh, I'm, well, I'm yeah. sorry to hear. about that. <clears throat> My mom, she went on her birthday.
0: Oh wow!
4: Yeah, and um, but hey, mom is with me. She's in the kitchen right now. <laughs> she wanted <laughs> to be cremated, so. Oh, okay. She's uh, her urn is there on the you know ancestor shrine, and I see her every morning. I give her her candle and her cup of coffee, <laughs> you know. But um, it's 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 a feeling that you can't listen. <clears throat> there's there's no words that you can put to something like that, other than to say it's a vacuum.
2: And then and then the sad part was six months <laughs> prior. My oldest sister passed away. Oh,
4: oh wow. wow. You got a double whammy. Jesus.
0: Yeah. yeah. Not, a, not a good double whammy. Wow. But. To Tough one. But, you know, okay. At the risk
2: of sounding preachy, mm-hmm. God is good. You know, and, you know, he helped me to deal with all that. You know, with, with you know. With the passing of my oldest sister and then my mother, and, I, and in my family, I have visited seven seven females. Um, three of my brothers have passed away. My older sister has passed away. Both my parents have passed away, and one of my nephews. And what it taught me is to value each day. And well, not yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, my mom. She had had a massive stroke. She was on nursing home, I was really trying hard to get her out. And um, she had a second stroke. And, you know, I was helping her to rehabilitate again. And um, I thought that maybe I had like five more years with her. And um, she had the third stroke. And uh, she just, she just didn't want to she wanted to leave after she had that third one it was um when i realized her i saw her the day before cuz i would go and visit her every day you know mm-hmm. um i moved her out of the nursing home that she was in which was i'm i'm glad she didn't die under their roof cuz i think i would have really lost my mind if she did with that place mm-hmm. because they had even took me to court because they were trying to take custody of her away from me. Oh, wow. You know, and she was in, um, she was in Harlem at, um, it's called Isabella in Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. So I was doing my clinical training at Harlem hospital. So I'd go see her like in the morning before I went into the hospital. And then after I finished my round and, um, she, at that point, she had lost her sight. And she just, you know, when they stop eating, you know, they, they don't want to be here anymore.
0: Yeah, for sure. for sure. Mm-hmm.
4: But I saw her the day before because I would always go and I would like comb her hair like every week. And she was just trying to get out of her body. She just didn't want to be here anymore. And that's when I realized that like I had to stop fighting and i had to let her go and i i prayed that night i said okay god you know what i uh i i let her go you know like i realized that it's time to stop fighting and i let go and i think she must have heard that prayer because the next day was her birthday and i went to go see her and like 10 minutes before i got there you know she left
0: oh wow
4: wow <laughs> and but you know i'm i'm glad that i had gotten her into yeah blood moon isabella was really that was a really good place i'm glad that i had gotten her into isabella because she had the most beautiful attendant working with her you know and i couldn't have asked for a better more loving person to be with her than that so But it was it was rough. You know, it's like I said, it's it's that kind of thing. It's the only way you can explain it. It's it's like a vacuum. It's like if you have a missing tooth, you can't believe that it's not there anymore. And I see my mom's picture. Every day and I look at it, and I just can't even though I got her urn right there, you know, it's like I know that's not my mom. That's just, you know, her ashes. You know, that's not her. And I can't believe, like, looking at her picture, like, I can't believe my mom. I mean, she used to be all up and down 170th Street every day. And we would talk on the phone with each other every day. And even when she was in the nursing home, you know, like, every day. Not a day went by that we didn't talk to each other. And to wrap my head around that, you know, I can't just pick up the phone And talk to her or go visit her it's 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 unreal
0: wow and and i mean like i said it's it's tough to hear this because for us that our mothers are still alive sometimes i feel like we do stuff that we don't appreciate them when they're here yeah and it's nice to hear from you guys And see, like, what you guys are going through so that we can make, you know, uh, certain changes that we need to do to actually appreciate our moms while they're here.
4: Absolutely. You know, and like, you know, Jose was saying, it's like, you just never know when that time is. I didn't think my mom was going to, even after she had that third stroke, I'm still strategizing, okay, what are we going to do to get her back, you know? I'm like all the things the only regret that I have is that I didn't just like let go and just spend more quality time with her because most of the time that I was with her it was like therapy session I'm like yeah I'm gonna get you back in shape you know and I wish I had known so I could have just sat and hugged her you know just be there and just put my arms around her and just be with her, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
4: um, yeah, that's... that's. Well, <sighs> you know, it's like, you know, getting back to the topic of, of kids, you know, it's all these things I take into consideration. My mom, she really sacrificed for me, you know? And so that's why I take having kids very, very seriously because... Of the type of mom that my mom was. Okay. You know, and I wouldn't want my child to have anything less in quality than what my mom gave me. And it wasn't easy. You know, there was a period where me and my mom, we didn't talk for like almost 10 years. You know?
0: Yeah.
4: But I will say to her credit, you know, my mom, she was stable middle-class woman with a career she made sure like first of all we didn't even have to grow up in the Bronx but she was so afraid of driving Mm -hmm. that she had to live nearby because she worked at Lincoln Hospital so that's why we were still in the Bronx but she made sure that we knew that there was a bigger world outside of that you know so she was always taking us on trips picnics, traveling, you know, like she wanted us <laughs> to know that there was a bigger world, but you know, and more, more, possibilities. more
0: than just the Bronx. Yeah,
4: exactly. So I look at that. And then I look at other kids that I grew up with and my friends who had, you know, kids when they were teenagers and looking at the quality of life that they had. And I'm like, a kid deserves better than that, you know? So that's my thing. It's like, I really take it seriously. And then when I became a school teacher and I saw the consequences of these teenage, you know, these these teenage pregnancies.
1: Hmm.
4: Nah,
0: um, it's, 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 it's like mm-hmm. I was saying uh, today, like earlier in the stream, it, the, the teenage... Pregnancy—it's—it's it's literally. It's like I said, it's not a dead sentence, but your life will not be the same. Yeah, your life will never be the same. You will have to work twice as hard to get stuff accomplished. It will not be the same. Let me add radical. is here to join us. Somebody, uh, that somebody has, uh, YouTube in the background. I'm getting some like feedback. No me. Okay. Hi, Radical. What's
5: up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, mm-hmm. I know. I, I just joined in. I, I probably didn't even catch half of the things that you guys have been talking about for like two hours now. But um, I just wanted to say that these women are a bunch of bender patri. No, let me stop. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. What no. do you let think?
0: What do you think about the subject of Do you think us Latinos are having kids too soon, and how does that affect us from being financially stable
5: well i to be honest with you i don't know the statistics of latinas nowadays having kids too soon um i don't know maybe you probably did some homework on that by any chance would you be able to 80 it
0: it says out of out of all the teen moms two out of three are latina teenage moms
5: oh okay so so basically um, we're
0: 75 percent
5: Gotcha. So we're further as hell. Um the, the, the thing what well, I will say is um I believe let's be let's be honest, I believe the the religious culture in our households have a lot to do with it. Um also the mentality of you know not wanting to either abort also has a lot to do with it. Um again, I'm not here to, to, to preach you know, um, her right, her choice. I'm not w- whatsoever that's on you. But to be honest with you, I don't think a 14, 15, 16, 17 or 18 year old girl should have the uh, uh, ability to, to have a kid that's not when they don't even have their life stable yet. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um.
5: The, 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 the fact is the majority of these people who do have kids while they're young, they're in unstable house environments,
3: economically
5: mm-hmm. unstable, and they don't basically have that future of anything. It pretty much stops, you know, for the most part. Because there are some exceptions where some women do tri- a triumph, and the um, the man stays in the house in the home, and they, you know, they uh, work it out together. Even though it's going to be way more tougher, mm-hmm. but. It still happens, you know. So I've seen the situation where it happens, but for the most part, um, that's not the case for everybody. And the the thing the thing about it is, um, some we also have to see why these women are allow uh, allowing some of these men to just you know not have any protective uh you know, uh, um, reconstruct like you know condoms or whatever the case is, or Mm -hmm. how come they're not on the pill or whatever the case is. I understand there is um, situations where hormonal imbalances come into play. And I understand with that. But at a certain point, I believe it takes both parties. I'm not just going to blame it on the women. I'm not just going to blame it on men. I I believe it's both parties. And men have to be responsible enough to know, okay, if I do this, there is going to be a consequence that comes with that. Also, women have to know if i let this person in me without any protection there's going to be a consequence about that as well so i believe it comes i believe it comes both on both ways um now the 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 whole aspect of you know latinas being you know um having kids too soon obviously i do i do believe that um there is some circumstances where some women are stable by the age of ni- 18 19 you know, they're going to choose whatever they're going to choose, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about mostly, um, you know, underprivileged and economically deprived areas.
0: Right. So that's what yeah. we're
5: talking
4: about. Yeah. The, and the and poor, not only that, poorest, Monica,
0: yeah. um, I showed earlier, I'm going to see if I can show it to you. The the cost of raising a child up until 18 is almost uh, a quarter of a million
1: It's almost a quarter of a million Mm -hmm.
0: and it's, it's really expensive. I'm going to share it with you. And this was in 2018. I don't know if you can see it. Yes. This was in 2018. I don't want to see how now in 2020, I mean 2021 after the inflation we're about to experience, this is almost a quarter of a million dollars to raise a child up until 18 years old. And this price (laughs) is if you put them in public school and you take care of themselves or family members so do, imagine do, uh, are they
5: accounting of... are they accounting all the iphones and video games that they want also no into, no oh, this, okay,
0: this okay. is this is this is a kid that's growing in poverty oh this it, is a it,
4: no it. frills this is a no frills kid okay okay yeah. gotcha, gotcha gotcha
0: gotcha so if you don't imagine now the ones that have two three four kids Uh, how they're going to make a million dollars because if you have four kids you have to have around a million dollars up until 18 years old
5: unless you you record your kid doing something stupid and they go viral and you get money from that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or 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 you put them in the pamper leagues, and then you wish that they actually go to the Yankees. You know what I mean? You could yeah. like you know you could see kids as lottery tickets. No 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 no. But uh, no,
0: but you know what's crazy? It's like I mentioned earlier. Uh, these parents that have kids without planning see the kids as a retirement fund.
5: Oh yeah, you know oh, yeah yeah. I, yeah. Talked, I personally know a Puerto Rican uh, family. <laughs> And this, uh, and one of, one of my friends, uh, her mom has, like, by that time that I knew her, she already had 13 kids. And oh, Jesus. She uses, Jesus. It, she uses Good it. Lord. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She uses it as a, like, a, as a tax thing. And, oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. She uses it as a tax thing. And that that was back in 2006. So, imagine now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. In, at least in the Puerto Rican community, I know there's a lot of single parent households unfortunately and it's mostly single moms and you see them struggling with their children.
2: But now this hasn't you know if I if I can chime in for a second. Go ahead. I mean as I was going as I was talking about earlier in the stream, because before I was working for the city, I worked in foster care for five years. And unfortunately it's sad when you see a situation when you have young girls like 14, 15, whatever, 16, 17, whatever, you know, they get pregnant and then they're not able to take care of these children and they end up going in foster care Mm -hmm. and then trying to, you know, bring home the point that those who who think about becoming foster parents, they have to take, you know, they have to be mindful what they're doing. You know, these children that enter in the foster care system, they have a lot of baggage to have to deal with. A lot of rejection, yeah, hurt, low self esteem, and i not even counting the children that have been physically abused or sexually abused because, um, unfortunately, you know, some of the women are not so careful with their with the with the people that they date. I mean these children go through a lot of emotional damage. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. And and not only that, I, I'm i going to say something as a piece of advice, right, for younger people than me, either men or women, right? If you're a man and you're young, you're still in your 20s, you're not financially stable, you don't want to have children without a plan, simply because we've seen many Many men, many young men having two three baby mamas by the time they're 30 they can't keep up with their lives.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. this is
0: gonna destroy your life because because yeah. child support doesn't play okay you can' end up in prison for this mm-hmm. you know and and serving time for not providing for your children okay And for the woman, please we know already you know in our in our young ages, If you want to have a kid, I'm no one to judge you. Have the kid, but at least look for a 30-something-year-old dude or a 40-something-year-old dude that's stable and have the kid with them so that they can provide for the kid. Because if you look for somebody your age, most likely, unless they're a trust fund kid, they're not going to be financially stable enough to provide (laughs) for the children. So there's nothing wrong with having a kid in your 20s. Just know with who to have it. Have somebody, mm-hmm. like I said, in their late 30s or their uh, early 40s that's more financially stable, and then you can have your kid in your 20s. Why are we not thinking about this as a solution? Why are we having kids by 22-year-olds that still work at McDonald's? That doesn't make any sense. That's not intelligent.
4: Like my mom and dad were 24 when they had me. Because but... those
0: guys have dreams, and their
5: mixtape is gonna make it. All right, that's why. <laughs> so what if they're gonna be sleeping in in their mom's couches? It doesn't matter. Whatever. He he drives a BMW, and there's all. And he's, good. An <laughs> he's an
0: entrepreneur.
5: He's an entrepreneur. That's what it is. All right. All he yeah. needs is money. All he needs is money for studio time. That's all.
4: <laughs> my mom my mom and dad, they were 24 when they had me, but they were both professionals by that point. My mom was a lab technician and my dad was uh, working in the bank. So, you know, they had bought that. But you see, the economy back then was different, too. That's the late 60s. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a much stronger economy back then. So they were renting. And they found out that for what they were paying in rent, they could have been paying a mortgage. So they bought their, you know, their own house. And, you know, so when I came along, like I wasn't even planned. My mom was on birth control and I still came out.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. You really wanted to come into this. You really yeah. wanted to come here.
4: <laughs> if I had fucking known what I was in for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: but you know, but you know, on a serious note, I mean one thing that's very that's that's very expensive is trying to find child care for children, particularly if you are a single parent. I mean it's like it's outrageous how much you have to pay. Yeah, for childcare. I mean, you basically have to be on welfare to get free uh, to get free childcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's crazy. I
0: mean, that's crazy. Um, Not only that, the quality of the childcare you're getting doesn't exactly. I, I don't know if you guys yeah. are reading the the comment section, but people are talking about the abuse uh daycares. I don't know if you guys remember the the teddy bear that was like a nanny cam mm-hmm. that was given to the kids. Or put somewhere to see the nanny. And we saw like a lot of nannies go to jail for slapping the babies or hitting them and stuff. Imagine paying somebody like hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of dollars. And this is the treatment your kid gets.
4: Well, that was another reason why they sent me to Jamaica. Because, I mean, like getting um, babysitters, that was a, that was a headache. I mean, I, I don't think they even had like childcare back then, you know? Yeah. So my mom had to, you know, like get, you know, people in the neighborhood, you know, to babysit me. And that was a fucking headache.
0: You were. You you were a headache in every aspect. You came here uninvited.
4: I was uninvited. (laughs) Exactly. And then you were a
0: very hard baby to take care for.
4: (laughs) But I was very well behaved.
0: Oh, you were?
4: My mom will tell you. Out of all of her kids, I was the easiest one to deal with.
2: According to who?
4: According to my mom. Listen.
0: (laughs) Radical said bullshit.
4: She had four of us.
0: You said he talked to your nanny when you were a kid, and she said that you were a little (laughs) rugrat.
4: Listen, that bitch didn't know how to cook, and she had a nasty (laughs) attitude. Okay, so...
5: (laughs) <laughs> all, all, all I'm going um before I leave, I just want to say a quick story, real quick. Um, I knew a, I knew a girl um in junior high school. She was like around 14, and she was the only girl in that in that school that was pregnant already. And her boyfriend at the time was 21, and. She, you know, fourteen, and she thought that she made it. That's it. She's gonna get married with this dude. It's over. Blazy, blazy, blah. Come to find out, she drops out of school, right? Um, and I don't meet her until a couple of years later. I see her in the bus. She recognizes me. She already has three kids by three, uh, two other guys. Oh, she's wow. a single mom. She's a single mom, and she's still talking about that same old oh, I'm going to do me, this and this and this. You know, th- I believe that there's a mentality. There's a mentality that we have to uh, also get, rid of. get no. rid of. Yeah, there's a mentality that, that that needs to at least, you know, be purged out. Because to be honest <laughs> with you, um, I believe that's the uh, American mentality that not only not only the american but it's just a, it's just a mentality that you know some of the kids get indoctrinated with say no it's totally fine I, i'll still be able to to be stable because the government got me that's that shouldn't be good enough you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah that shouldn't be good yeah. enough but that's basically what i wanted to say um denise uh shout out to you uh, i really like your, your second live stream you know it's, it's really good and um just keep up the good yeah. work you know
0: yeah, for sure. Um, I'll be here Monday at 4 Pacific time, 7 Eastern time.
1: So gotcha. make
0: sure, you know, you tune in, okay? Oh yeah, Thank of course, radical. of
5: course. And I gave you hey, a Yo shout Red. Out. Wait, wait. I gave Red. you a, I gave you and Brotep a bro shout out on my podcast, so hopefully some of my people are, are are checking you guys out.
4: Yo Red, before you leave, I just want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. Shut up. Listen, everybody's always calling you a motherfucker, but none of them ever bought you a card. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that, is true.
5: that is true. That is true. That is true. I got to put some of these people in my taxes. You know what I mean?
4: You
5: should. As, as much as they think about me, you know what I mean. Some no, try
0: but- to troll. Some try to come here and troll, and you know this is a no no troll tolerance uh, space. Of course. And you know that they, they were not even getting in, but you know, you do have some uh some people that owe you some stuff. So start oh. <laughs> They I owe you, them. they at
4: least owe you a card. Yeah.
5: At least, at least,
0: at least, a frapp, right. a, a, a oh. Starbucks
5: frap. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least that, at least that. All right, people. I'm gonna catch you later. Bye. I right.
4: right. got a question for Jose, cause he's around well, he's a little bit older than me is a few years older. Um, uh, you grew up in New York. Yes. I bo-
2: I was born and raised in New York.
4: Okay. Were you in the Bronx or Brooklyn? Where were you?
2: I was okay. I was raised in Manhattan. Now I live in the Bronx.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you remember like in the late seventies, Early '80s, there was just like an epidemic of teenage pregnancies. Do you remember that?
2: Not very well, but I'm sure that it, it, it was going on.
4: Okay, cause I don't know. Maybe it was just a Bronx thing, but it seemed like, like the end, like '79, '80. It was like it was an epidemic. There was just like. Everybody was getting pregnant like 80. Let me see. Okay. I graduated junior high in 1982. Okay. So I'm a little off. 1982, 83, 80. 1982, 83, 84. It was like, it was, it was like just about every girl I went to junior high school with was pregnant. Like we had special. Like daycare in in my high school. I went to Taft High School. Oh, Soundview. That's where I grew up before they sent me to Jamaica. I was on Wheeler Avenue. Oh, okay. But um
0: at what age they send you to Jamaica, truth. I was four. Oh my god, you were a baby still. Yeah. And until when you stayed in Jamaica?
4: I came back when I was 10.
0: Oh wow. Six yeah. years. That's a lot.
4: But at that time, like the early eighties, it was like there was so many girls getting pregnant. It was it was an epidemic. So I don't know. Maybe it was a Bronx thing. I, wow. to be perfectly honest,
2: I don't know. That was like maybe two thousand years ago or maybe
4: It wasn't that long ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it just, I mean but, know, but when you get to be my age, it sounds like
0: it, it feels like it.
4: I'm well, in denial. I
0: mean, but still, but still today, we're seeing <laughs> the same, I, you know, we're seeing the same stuff happening. I mean, today. It's I'm happening. an 80s baby, by the way.
4: It's happening, but it's like I think that was like a real that was like I've never seen anything since then. I've never seen it like that bad. It was really bad back then. And I'm trying to figure out like why
0: welfare. In my opinion, it's because of welfare.
4: Okay, but these are teenagers. So how does welfare... I mean, they weren't getting pregnant deliberately, but...
0: Yes, they were. Okay. In my opinion, uh... they were, because if you think about it, if you're a rebellious teenage kid, and you want to have your own space and your own stuff, and the, the easiest way to get it is from the government
4: no Uh, but these kids they were living off their parents well like at that point at that point um most of these girls that ended up getting pregnant it's like the the burden fell on their parents
1: hmm.
0: well you know it's also poor parenting uh truth to be yeah but I'm,
4: i'm just trying to figure out like why Because it calmed down after that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think 83, 83, it like, it fell off dramatically, right? So it was just like those couple of years in the early 80s, there was this tremendous spike, and then it leveled off. I mean, I knew like maybe one or two girls from high school, you know, that got pregnant you know when i ran into them later but like from junior high school i stopped when i got to like 30 i stopped counting it was that many oh wow as versus like one or two later you know what i mean
0: blood moon and morena are saying for example blood moon said many women i went to school with have 30 year old kids now and morena said Laughing my ass off. Me too. And my kid is not even going to high school. And to be honest with you, there's a lot of people that you know are saying that yeah, in the '80s, there was a lot of girls. I mean, I have aunts that were pregnant in the '80s and they were in their teens. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, I even had an aunt that had her first baby at 15 years old.
2: Well, just one thing to bear in mind. I mean the baby boomers. I mean they were they were in their late teens going into the seventies and the early eighties. Mm-hmm. So when you have a when you have a huge uh, population explosion after Second World War, and then you have teenagers, many of them tend to be rebellious. I mean it does make it possible to have a huge uptick in pregnancies in the late in I think that's part of the problem
0: somebody somebody has a, some feedback um, no but seriously yeah I agree I agree I agree this and, and today if you think about it we're having the same problem you know the same problem it's happening today we're having a lot of people having you know kids out of wedlock, very young. And it's like I said, this to me is a problem that will affect more the men than the women eventually because even though as a woman, you will struggle a lot with, you know, who's going to take care of your child, who's going to help you with certain things. You're going to have to live through frustration on your own. You're the sole provider. At the same time, you still have access to child support or welfare or other things, and people are more sympathetic to help you out. Now, with the men, every time you decide you want to work or do something, let me tell you, the system, yeah, they will come, for the cot that belongs to your baby mother and your child. Mm -hmm. And I hate to see men saying, oh, like my baby mama's taking 15% of my earnings. Oh, my baby mama's taking this, this and that. No, your stupidity took that money. Mm -hmm. Your your lack of of judgment when making decisions that are life-changing made that decision for you. It's not your baby mama. It's not your baby. It's you. You know
4: what was one one of the other things that that prevented me from getting someone pregnant? Just the thought that if I have a kid with this girl for the rest of my life, I got to see that bitch for the rest of my life. (laughs) 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 I'll never escape. (laughs)
0: Never,
4: never. I mean, I remember remember a girl that I lost my virginity to. And, oh, my God, I think I would, like, fucking kill myself if she had to be in my life for, like, the rest of my life.
0: Would
2: well, you imagine. <laughs> well, in, my, listen. in my case, in my case, I was about 18 years old um when I lost my virginity and actually wow, you were good. <laughs> <laughs> and actually I was engaged to her for a while. Well, wow,
4: wow. you were really good.
0: <laughs> you were really good. I mean, I was 20. I
1: so,
2: was 14. but you know. but I had to I had to break up because she was getting to be too clingy too possessive overly jealous god forbid if i was to talk with another female i could be talking to another female and i could be saying nothing but glowing things about my fiance she would think i would be sleeping it's like i can't be sleeping with all these women i mean every woman i talk to i'm sleeping with them
0: oh wow
2: and then when I, when I did broke up, she didn't
4: want to let go.
2: Wow. Damn. So it's
0: like she wanted that- she wanted to tie you down, Jose. <laughs> look at look at look at what Gunna Death 2 said. He said, "I lost my virginity in a staircase." Glad she didn't get pregnant. what. <laughs> oh my Listen.
4: goodness. I oh lost mine. I lost mine. I was fourteen years old, <laughs> and I was lucky because I didn't know anything about condoms or anything.
0: Oh so wow!
4: I'm lucky that she didn't. <laughs> you Listen, dodge a
0: bullet. You dodge a bullet.
4: My guardian angels <laughs> were fucking working overtime.
0: Oh wow!
2: And I just
4: I think about that like all the time. I mean, she eventually got pregnant, like within a year after we broke up. Mm-hmm. She got pregnant. Mm-hmm. so i i dodged her and she was a fucking ghetto ass bitch oh my god i would have been stuck <laughs> with that for the rest of my life oh your my kid god was
0: gonna, your kid was gonna be all those things because let me tell you something mm. ladies and gentlemen like to be honest with you your kid will have all the annoying things that you don't like in your partner i swear it's it's, it's weird but it's true Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Look at what Jorge said. I'm so happy I have no kids. All my friends are so jealous because they're broke and I'm not. It's sacri- <laughs> <laughs> it, It's something. It's something well, in that.
2: Well, the crazy part is I actually lost my virginity in a church trip.
0: Really? Oh, my God. Yes. You were really, really good. <laughs> yes. You were a really good kid. Oh,
4: maybe you're not so good after all.
1: No, well, it depends.
0: Yeah, that's true. You're, that's true. true. It depends exactly. Hmm. Either you're really, really good or you were not really, really good.
4: <laughs> hey, when I, I, mean, was good, I, mean, I was good,
0: I was mean, good. You
2: know, okay. In my, in my entire 58 years, I have relations with only three women.
0: Yeah, you were really, really good. Okay. Most men will not do that.
2: Okay, two, okay, okay. And they were all in, in, in serious relationships. The first one, I was engaged. The second one, I was in a serious relationship. And the third one, I was married.
0: Okay. So yeah, you, you I mean, you were ready in case something happened and I commend you for doing that. <laughs> Most men don't, you know, and to answer to what Jorge said, Yes, Jorge. That's uh, something that I went through with one of my friends uh, like a while ago. She was trying to make fun of me because I was the only one in the group that didn't have kids. And she's like, I don't know how you handle all the baby showers, you know, when you have no kids. I was like, What? Excuse me. I show up and just get drunk. These are the best parties I have in my life. Free booze? Come on. Like, I don't care about that. because at the end of the day they come for you because you have no kids but when you're building mm-hmm. to be honest with you you're you're not going to be able to give your children your and best. then
4: they got the fucking nerve to be talking that shit to you when their kids are a whole fucking hot mess
0: yes
4: <laughs> yes
0: yes and not only that it's something that used to irritate me is that once people have kids you cannot speak on the phone with them because oh, the kids are yeah, always interrupting, kids. and mm-hmm. you know, imagine that you have a business meeting over the phone.
4: Well, yeah, how are you that's gonna rough. deal
0: with kids? It's like I said with COVID-19. What a time to be childless, man.
2: Oh, 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 try oh, try to have a virtual meeting and and, 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 and you have people that don't mute themselves and you hear the TV going or you hear some kids screaming
0: in the background or what have you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy.
0: it's insane, it's like I said I'm I'm
2: forever typing whoever it is, please put yourself on mute and let me me tell you something every time I get into a virtual meeting I ask them, please discuss in housekeeping you know put yourself on mute and keep yourself on mute only until you're calling upon to unmute yourselves (laughs)
0: <laughs> look at what look at what christina is saying she's like i'm always muting myself when i talk on the phone with people <laughs> that's a good tactic you have mastered christina <laughs> look at what she said she's like kids always be all out as soon as i pick up you know what's crazy i used to do that to my mom and there was one day when she hit me with the chancla so hard that after yeah. that every time she would pick up the phone i would go to my room I will go to my room because I did not want it to beat up again. I just didn't want it to.
2: <laughs> Nowadays, if you do that, that's child abuse.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, look at what God has said about my comment on the, on the baby showers. Yeah. Booze, food, and cake. Exactly. I'm living my best life. I'm living my freaking best life going to all those baby showers and stuff. And mm-hmm. <laughs> getting drunk out there.
4: <laughs> listen, man, that's that's a that's not an easy job being a parent. Hell no. So everyone, I see my sister, and you know, like she's got um, she's got a son. He's like uh, what now? He's seven years old now, and we have the same birthday. But oh my god, the energy that kid has, and he's still alive. I gotta get you. Listen. I got to buy my sister a medal, yo. (laughs) It is so hard. It's so hard. And especially living in the Bronx, because she, you know, she's not going to have him. She does not have him outside running around with those kids, you know? Yeah. So if she's not with him, they don't go anywhere. Now she's, you know, making moves to get out of the Bronx to be in a better environment. But, you know, it's like, She's with him 24-7, you know, like, I mean, thank God she wasn't one of those girls that got pregnant when she was, you know, a teenager, but, you know, she got with a guy and, the you know, the marriage didn't work out, so um, they separated, but to his credit, though, he is a good father, and he is present in her life and helping her to raise their son, so they're co-parenting Mm-hmm. But my God, if she didn't, if, you know, the one blessing, because he's, he's an asshole. But the one saving grace that he has is that he's a very good father. He's a very good father. And she's like, if he, she's like, I can't fucking stand him. But he's a good father. And if I didn't have, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah,
0: that's, well, you know. That's- that's crazy. It's like, you know, I see my sister had um her first girl when she was in her late 20s. And then she had twins in 2016. Her life changed. <laughs> and she was in her 30s when she had the twins. Her yeah. life changed completely. I see that woman. She's so skinny right now. Like you can't she can't even eat in peace. She can't. She told me Whenever you have kids, you'll never be alone again. Yep. <laughs> and I mean that. It's just like, I really mean that. You're not going to have that time to relax in the bathroom. You're not going to t- have time to do anything on your own. You're never going to be alone. Yes, it comes like Morena says. I'm so glad for the experiences I have as a mother and what's to come. You can beat that. Yes, the experiences are beautiful. I just wish people will have the time and the stability financially to enjoy those things yeah so that they can take the joy out of the sacrifices they're making on raising these kids
2: well i just so, want to say i just want to say i'm sorry i just want to say that i really further enjoy this live stream um we were able to discuss intelligently you know this topic yeah and even when we disagree we're able to be agreeable um I just want to commend you, Denise, because you really, you know, done an excellent job um, with this live stream. I mean, really, the last live stream I participated—I mean, I had to get in, almost get into a, a yelling match because some people just cannot accept what I was saying, and it's like, you know, if you don't if you don't want to hear what I'm saying, don't listen.
4: Well, yeah, I mean it's a pleasure to be able to hear you express a full fucking thought without being interrupted. Yes. <laughs> <It's Yes. useless. laughs>
0: I, I appreciate know. you for for coming here and tuning in. And and like I said, just know that the the doors of my channel are always open to you.
2: Well, you know, I just you know, I you know, like I said, I really I really appreciate and to be honest that is the loudest i have ever been because usually i don't get i don't get that loud <laughs> and but it's just that you know i just had to you know put what what the heck his name was in this place because not only was he you know attacking me verbally he was attacking you as well mm-hmm. and you know the fact that he didn't allow you to Express your thoughts. I mean, you can disagree. Yeah. But when you are constantly trying to shut the other person off, that means that your argument is so weak and pathetic that it cannot stand scrutiny.
0: Yes. I agree 100% with what you Mm -hmm. just said. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, you just read my mind. That's I agree 100% and like i said we have encountered a lot of disrespect and a lot of you know people trying to go personally attacking you know instead of just disagreeing with the points but at the end of the, at the end of the day it's like i said i wanted to create a space where people can come in and express their opinions and stuff without the necessary the unnecessary trolling and and disrespect we can yeah. disagree, you can come here and disagree with me and state your point. And, you know, we can talk back and forth to each other without having to go personal and attack each other or over talk each other.
2: I agree. And let me tell you something, you and Christina, I mean, you are both awesome coins. I mean, I'll say yeah. that without,
0: Thank you. without
2: hesitation. And I
0: appreciate that.
2: And your fiance better appreciate you. <laughs> All okay right? because tell him, tell him more. <laughs> no because let me tell you something I have not been I have not been blessed with a special lady. I know she's out there and you know in God's time.
0: yeah
2: I'll find her. Yeah. So I just want to say you know I just want to say thank you very much for allowing me to say my two cents and the fact I was able to say it without well, any interruption. Was a pleasant surprise.
0: You're very welcome. You're very so,
2: welcome. So, p- so please be safe.
0: Okay, you too, and see you Sunday on the Mother's Day special. Tune and what in. time is that? It's gonna be on your time, 9 a.m. On oh, my time is gonna be a little um. Okay,
2: heavier. I'll try. I'll try to sit. I'll I'll try because I usually go to church, but what I can do is I can go to church on Saturday because I wanna because okay. because I really want me. It's not. It's not. It's very rare. When you find women of substance, it's i mean for me, I get a lot of joy out of it
0: oh thank you i I appreciate that <clears throat> I really okay. appreciate your words, Jose
2: all right, please be safe
0: you too peace bye, bye so, so go ahead through
4: you know the thing that I'm wondering is like. I mean, I guess it depends on where you are because I haven't seen where I live. I haven't seen that many teen pregnancies, you know, so I guess it depends on where you are. And the question that I have is like, what can we do, you know, to reach the kids that are at risk, you know, to make different choices? Yeah, or to empower them to make different choices.
0: Can you hear me? You yeah, hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I. You know what? It's something that. How can I say it? It's like I. I mentioned, you know, and God is to answer to your question. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I wanna do it on nine because I wanna catch people that you know, are starting the day and are not visiting their moms, uh, but I want them to share their thoughts. You can, you know, come here, share your thoughts, and then continue with your day. But it's going to continue prior to, like, 12, so you can jump in at any time, okay? So back to answering your question, uh, truth. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel that we need to educate women in our community. Because the men, I get it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of boys out there that would not listen to what I'm saying. You know, and for a woman, unfortunately, the burden of raising the kids always will fall on the woman. Why? Because you can't deny them. They come out of you.
4: Well, the hospital yeah. will
0: give them to you. They will not give them to the parent. If we can't, we could leave them in the doorstep on a basket, right?
1: To mm-hmm.
0: so the men. But in reality... Not a lot of women are going to do that. So we have to become more, how can I say it, savvy when it comes to these things and move with strategy. That's why I recommend girls, if you want to have a kid in your 20s and you don't want to delay it because you want to be a young mom and you want to be a male or you want to be this hot mama or you want to still be young and you want to get out of the whole task younger. There's no problem with that. Just try to have your kids with a man that's more financially stable. He doesn't have to have millions, uh, but he needs to at least have a roof over his head that he owns or he pays for. Uh, He needs to be responsible for his bills, you know, and you have to vet these things, you know, because like I said, you can't get that from a boy. A boy is still living with his mama, A boy is still not formed. A man in his 20s is is not yet capable of taking care of you. You know, something is going to give. Either he's going to become frustrated and be abusive or controlling or he's not going to be able to provide properly or something is going to happen. It's not going to be a good family. So I would say let's start going to the 30-something-year-olds and the 40-something-year-olds if you want to have a kid that early. If you're willing to wait. Then, then wait. And then wait you know, for all men.
4: The other thing <clears throat> that I think of, you know, like like I said, my folks, they were both the same age. They were 24. And I think one of the reasons why the marriage fell apart is because they weren't mature enough to deal with the pressures that they were facing. Because um they had a lot of pressures from his side of the family, and like friends, you know mm-hmm. and they weren't they weren't mature enough at that time to know how to deal with it, you know, yeah, yeah. hold on
0: bless you bless you
4: <laughs> okay, I'm good. They weren't mature enough to understand how to deal with that pressure when everybody's coming at you like. Your mother and your sisters are telling you crap about your wife. Yeah. And then, you know, friends are gossiping. Yeah.
0: Because, I, I mean, I, I, at, I 24,
4: I at 24, you're still not even fully formed in your own identity yet.
0: Yeah.
4: You know? Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, for women, there is a certain time threshold. Yeah. But. I'd say wait until you like twenty five and older. You know, I yeah, think that, I that think you know, sense. yeah. Like under twenty five, you're not strong enough yet. You know, yeah. So under I would say
0: you haven't lived. Yeah, you, know, you have not even tried to look for what's mm-hmm. best for you out there, you know, Mm -hmm. what's on the market. I'm not saying start jumping from guy to guy, ramp up your body count. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is wait a little bit so that you can travel a little bit more, you know, get more culture, get out of college, you know, so you can graduate and stuff like that. And like, you know, have a little bit more of knowledge about life and stuff so that you don't feel like you missed out on stuff. After 25, yeah, I think that's a healthy age.
4: And I think for guys, we need to start a new culture. I mean, one of the reasons why I lost my virginity at 14 is because I thought, you know, it was peer pressure. I thought that everybody was doing it except me, you know? Yeah. And then once I lost my virginity, guess what?
0: What?
4: I found out I was the only one, everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> Listen, the guys my age that were talking about how much pussy they were getting, they were all virgins. Oh, wow. And the older guys, some of the older guys that I was trying to impress, cause you know, when you're a younger guy, you're trying to impress the bigger guys. Some of those guys were gay, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it was like, I felt they cheated.
0: They were all copping.
4: I felt cheated because, you know, like your first time should be special. And it's like I lost it with the first dumb bitch that was willing to just lay still Aww. long enough for me to stick it in. <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> so wow. I'll but never you, have you... that first, you know, I'll never have that first moment ever again. You know, Aww. it's like it's gone. But, you know, if I had had older people. And you know like parents back then they really didn't talk to their kids about this stuff, you know?
0: No. You were supposed to know. Even now you are yeah. supposed to know certain things. I think my dad was unorthodox and he spoke to me about this stuff. My first mm-hmm. condom was given to me by my father. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, um, my dad I commend him for that. He he knew how to how to talk to me and keep you me know
4: There's a lot that we need to to do with our boys. And, you know, this even goes back partially to our discussion on, you know, this past Sunday. Was it this Sunday?
0: Yeah, it was this. Yeah, I believe it was this. No, it was Tuesday,
4: I believe. Tuesday. Okay. You know, just knowing what it means to be a man and being a man doesn't mean going around and sticking it into everything, you know, into every freaking hole that you see.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, I wish that I had gotten that message of what it really means to be a man. Yeah. Because otherwise, where are you going to get your messages from? You're going to get it from the media. Yeah. And what's being thrown at us in the media is sex, sex, sex. Everybody's doing it. If you're not doing it, there's something wrong with you. And that's what it means to be a man. So Part of the problem is that we don't have the character development. We don't learn that being a man, the greatest part of being a man is having self control, having self respect, having the sense of responsibility, a sense of responsibility. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: You know, those are the things that really make you a man. So now we have a culture that's commercialized this idea of rampant sexuality. And now all these women are paying the price for it because what are they all complaining about? Yeah. They are all complaining about fuckboys. boys. Yeah. But sure. it's the society that we live in that's trained us to be fuckboys. boys.
0: Not only that, exactly. It's many, you see many, many of this um, single parent households training the kids to be folk boys, and even, yeah. even even certain families that have the two parents are raising folk boys mm-hmm. because what are we sold as marketing? Get the hot chick and the hot yeah. cup and the mm-hmm. jewelry and go to nightclub and burn all the money. They do not teach you uh, choices that will make you successful.
4: Exactly, you know? they're not teaching you the skills that are necessary to provide for a stable family environment.
0: Yeah, they And they... that's what
4: it means to be a man.
0: But, you know, I think that comes with capitalism, though, because yeah. you're supposed to spend, 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 spend. And the mm-hmm. one way to destabilize your wallet from very early on is to make you make the same mistakes other people are making, which is yeah. live this fast life and get the consequences of the fast life and eventually be broke. You know,
4: it's like they they make you feel insecure about who you are and what you are, but they can sell you the cure. So, you know, like, oh, you feel insecure? Well, buy these jeans. Well, buy this gadget. Well, buy this car. Well, buy this makeup. Well, you know, it's always, you know, they're teaching you that you need all of these external things to make you complete. Yeah. right because it's it's a game it's a marketing game it's a capitalistic game yeah. i got to make you feel like shit but i got the cure for you you know
0: yeah and if you Buy follow my product. That trend if you follow on that trend my friend let me tell you something if you like to spend all the money that you make that will make you a donkey <laughs> I would say it many times, people don't believe me, but to be honest with you, if you continue down the path that society has created for you, and one of those is your involvement with women.
4: Oh, yeah. They will get paycheck.
0: Yeah. They will get the money, not you. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I said, I don't want to hear no complaining about child support. I don't want to hear no complaining about, oh, the bitch is taking taking some of my money. She's getting her nails done. Uh," You should have thought about that before you wanted to be stupid.
4: Exactly.
0: So if you can take something from today's uh, stream, I'm going to let Truth uh, give his final statement. But if you can take something from what we have discussed today is to have more responsible sex and and think about your future. You know, start making decisions that are intentional because one bad choice or having a kid too soon will definitely make your financial life 10 times harder. Exactly. Now, true give your uh final thoughts before well, we end today.
4: <clears throat> I would say for, you know, for those of you who are raising boys, um you really got to talk to them about life you know don't be ashamed or you know hesitant because they're being bombarded you know they're being bombarded with messages all around them constantly 24/7 so if you're going to sit there and be shy about it there's a whole institution out there that are going to be raising your kids and giving them messages about life that is not very healthy so either you step up to the plate and you teach them what it means to be a man especially our boys yeah you know we got to change this culture and teach them what it really means to be a man yeah you know teach them about money
0: we have to restructure restructure we got to
4: restructure you know it's like you get your paycheck go to the bank you know show your kid this is how you know this is how much money i make You know, I put it in the account. These are all the bills we need to, yeah, it's getting to be that time. i got to watch this here. You know, these are the bills that we got to pay. This is, you know, so they know because kids, they just think, you know, they just think the money just grows, you know?
0: Yeah, they don't see the This is
4: how you, yeah, this is the money that I earn. This is how much our rent is. This is how much these bills are, you know, so they get a real understanding. Of how to handle money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and that's how that's how we create people that are more intentional. Because then they'll make choices like I can't afford this. Yeah. You know, exactly. And and we won't have we won't always be like, oh my god, like we're so poor communities at the bottom. And this is how it starts. It starts from us redefining families. Mm -hmm. You know, no more. Being uh, teenage mothers, no more uh, having kids as an accident and trying to find where to put them. If we learn, I always bring up the the example of birds. When you see birds, you don't see them uh, with the egg going crazy on where to put it. You see them building a nest when they're pregnant and putting everything together. And then they bring the egg into the nest. If birds can do that because they know they can't be wandering around with a freaking egg, you also have to follow that example. You have, you can reason. So before we start having kids, you have to have the nest where you're going to have that child on. You can't be giving your kid your broke ears. That's abuse. Come on. So, uh, truth teacher, I think your audio went off, but I want to thank you. I want, to t- I want to thank you for tuning in. For
4: you're welcome, sweetie. The live
0: stream. You know, it means a lot to me. And I hope to see you Sunday on the Mother's Day special stream. It's going to mm-hmm. be from 9 a.m. Eastern time to 12.
4: Okay, I'll so, try to make sure that I'm there.
0: So try to make sure you're there to share anecdotes, to share your experiences, to send a special Uh, you know, special shout out to your mom. Can I share pictures? Yeah, you can share pictures if you want to. It's going to be all about mothers, you know, stuff we love, stuff we wish we still had, foods they made, whatever you want to bring on. It's going to be all about mothers. And I also want to encourage everybody on the chat to tune in Sunday. I'm going to do this for, I'm going to try to do it for three hours. If it extends a little bit more, I don't have a problem uh because we're gonna be sharing everything about our mothers <laughs> and you know how grateful we are to have them in our lives so thank you very much to teacher, for joining me <laughs> and like i said uh thanks everybody for for showing up and showing some love like subscribe uh donate to the channel Um <laughs> uh, you know and like i said don't uh miss our live shows every monday this monday was a An event that I did not plan, you know, one doesn't plan to have a medical emergency, but usually our live shows air Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Also, the regular shows air on Thursdays at the same time, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm working on making a third day. Um, Well, you're going ham. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm working on making (laughs) a third day because I realized that there's a lot of subjects that need to be addressed Mm -hmm. financially and that we make, you know, these decisions every day. And I want to share with you guys as soon as I can. But um, I'm still working on it. So just know that at some time uh, it's going to be announced. But for now, like I said, Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific time, I'm going to be here live sharing uh, experiences with my mother. Uh, You can bring your pictures, your anecdotes, the recipes, whatever you want. If you just want to talk about, you know, stuff about your mom or just shout out to her, you can make sure um, that you actually join our live stream. And like I said, until next stream until sunday i will say good night to all of you and thank you for tuning in Uh virtual hug to you blood moon and to everybody else and thanks for the support peace
4: all right and i'm going to be dropping a very special video tomorrow like around three o'clock so you all check my channel out
0: and and uh truth if you uh can drop your link on the comment section so your channel your channel a channel yeah so that i can highlight it so that people can actually okay um,
4: give me a second let me let me let me get there
0: okay so in the meantime like i said thanks everybody also for wishing uh melanated night a speedy recovery on his oral surgery um like i said he's still recovering he can talk, but you know, he cannot eat. So if he's a little cranky today, or you you saw him a little irritated, he has not eaten in four days because he cannot eat anything solid. (laughs) So forgive him.
4: (laughs) Okay, Denise, where do I find my channel's uh, link?
0: Um, I think you have to go to your channel. And uh, you know what? Let's do this. Uh truth. I will go to your channel, get the stream, link it in the, des- uh, the description box below. Okay. okay. So now people can go to your channel and join your stream. You said tomorrow you're gonna have a no, it's one? not
4: a stream, it's just it's just a very special video. It's not a stream.
0: Oh, I saw the preview. That is true. You guys yes. want to go. You guys definitely <laughs> want to go to that tomorrow. What time? Sure. Oh,
4: wait a minute. Here's here's the link. Hold on.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm gonna
4: set it to I'm gonna set it to drop. At, I guess three o'clock. That would be a good time.
0: At three o'clock. Okay. Blood Moon says, okay. the "Melanated night." Uh, tell Melanated night that warm water and salt rinse works for the pain. Uh, Mois Picard said, "What type of oral surgery?" Melanated night. Uh, was having uh, he had uh, his wisdom to uh, extract it so you know because it was very deep down on the nerve and it was very painful so you know I'm not gonna disclose anything else because that's his private medical life but it was I mean he's a little swollen but he's getting better so and also Blue says it heals it faster as well well, you okay. see, guys, that he's... I happy. just dropped the link. Okay, you dropped the link? That's my
4: channel, yeah.
0: Okay, so True T-shirt dropped the link on the chat. You can uh, go to his channel. And tomorrow, like I said, you guys really, really, really want to tune in to his show. Tomorrow, Yeah, it's PM, not a live Eastern stream. Time. It's just
4: a video, but I'm going to set guys it to premiere.
0: really want to go there and really want to <laughs> enjoy <it. laughs> You really want to enjoy the content. I saw the thumbnail. It's fun as hell. We're all going to laugh. We're going to have fun in the chat room. So I'm waiting for you guys to be there. I'll be there. And true virtual hug to you. Again, thanks everybody for wishing Melanie and I a speedy recovery. I appreciate that. And till Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Bye. Okay,
4: sweetie. (laughs) Bye-bye.